Holy shit, Michael. We did it. God damn. God damn. <laughs> Is this what no, it takes with two, two boomers are trying to go live on the internet these days? <laughs> this is what it fucking takes? Golly. Um, was good, brother. It was good. I guess I can't go live on TikTok, bro. I'm not cool enough yet. 300 more followers, Vinny, and yeah. Almost, almost there. Michael, God, I love you. Was good. So will this will this shit record too, or so the way this will work? We can do it um, two ways, and you tell me how you want to do it. If it's on my live with me on top, it'll um, give an option to for me to download at the end, and I can download download the full copy, and then I could send to you, or we do vice versa. If we go on yours, you're just at the top, I'm on the bottom, and then you can download. Like, uh, oh, it's. No, as long as you can download it and you can get it to me, because I'd love to Uh share it to my portals. Um, What the fuck? What's wrong with you? Fucking divert, divert, diverticulitis. And what? What is? In English, let me see. It's um, it's basically like, I want to say the doctor. It occurs when a small bulging pulches develop in your digestive tract. One one or more of these pouches become inflamed or infected. Good Lord, Michael. Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. All right. So this is, it's, uh, you got a good spirit. I mean, I know you've been through a lot of shit. When is, so tomorrow's the procedure? Yeah. Tomorrow's the procedure. And, um, that's, it's not really, uh, I guess in this little area, my large intestine, there's like a, there's like a fucking abscess and it's like blocking shit. And it's, uh, it's like an air pocket, all types of shit. So tomorrow they're supposed to go in, they cut out the bad part, and they just reattach it, and then good to go. Okay. Um, and the and the prognosis is after something like this, you'd be good to go, or is there you got to like you fucked? Um, no, the prognosis is I'm good to go, but there's just a lot of shit that can go wrong with your colon, right? It's like right. something goes wrong with your colon, um, it can it can break again within a week. It can rupture. Once it ruptures, then I need a fucking shit bag. Then I'm walking around with a fucking goddamn shit bag, and then that's my colon until that, you know? God forbid, though. I don't want none of that stuff. I'm not even looking that, forward to any of that. That's not going to happen. That's not going to happen. Uh, um, okay. All right. Um, I'm trying to share this shit, too, to, my, to like, my thing. I don't know if I can. You, sh- you might be able to. If you see a little triangle, like, it's, it should say, like, share. A little, like, arrow pointing to the right. Yeah, it'll probably be just sent to people. Let me put a shirt on. I look like a whore over here. I love it. Look at me. You're lucky I got clothes, <laughs> You're lucky I got clothes on. Uh, both of us go shirtless on you. <laughs> you know, it's funny. I've been, I got a podcast going out uh, tonight. Uh-huh. And I don't, I literally did. I'm using a new software. Uh-huh. And I didn't know that you could see, like, the Brajol area. And I literally, I'm going to get so much heat for it because I literally look like I'm fucking naked, but I don't care. So, oh, well, content's content. It's got a shelf life short. Listen, I love you so much. You know, it's crazy. I'm telling my boys today that I was chilling with, and I said, I can't even remember the last time I physically saw you. Was it literally high school, the last time I physically saw you, like that long ago? I think it was high school, yeah. I think that's that was the last crazy. time. And that and, and not only high school, that would have been um 
that would have been the last time we saw each other was freshman year, I think, for, or uh, sophomore, like early sophomore. Because then you, I, I totally didn't even remember this till last time we did talk. But you had bounced, and but you know I love you so much, and I and then I was telling him like, listen, this digital era that we live in, I still feel so connected to you, even though I don't holler at you as like I, you know, what I mean, like we don't talk talk. But then, correct me if I'm wrong. The last time. Did we did we talk most more recently enough for you to tell me what was up with why you went to the hospital to begin with when you had that big scare? Yeah, remember um when I got out of the hospital, I went down to Florida for a little trip where I was doing a little bucket list trip and I saw Blake down there and then we spoke a little bit, me and you. Okay, that's what's up. But I didn't really get to I mean I don't I don't remember. I remember at that time I hit you up when I went down there. You were doing a lot of the live, like a lot of um Facebook in person, in person. Yeah. In persons. Right. And, um, I remember I was out there and I was like, damn, yo, I'm like fucking Vinny fucking doing awesome, man. I watched like three or four of them. I was, you looked great. The people you interviewed looked great. And it was just like, I don't know. It was inspiring to me back then. Like it's still inspiring, but I remember I was still sick. I was in Florida. I saw you. It made me smile, man. It put me like on a, on a, on a good note being out there seeing you do that. Well, I love you and I love our story because for those that, I mean, I don't know, most likely the, this original, the people that are watching now, they'll probably once you go to your streams. Um, I've known this beautiful motherfucker for my whole life. I, I'm pretty much the most important parts of my life. And we meet and I'm in ninth grade, ninth grade. And you, and you gave me the confidence that I needed because I love my story. One of my favorite stories. Well, first of all, your mother was a sweetheart. And I loved going to your house. You had the dopest, like, chill little house. And your mom was so, I think from what I remember, your mom was just so cool about, like, people coming over, too. And it was just you and I, too. Remember that? Like, we didn't even, like, we didn't throw yeah. rangers and shit. We just chilled at the crib. Yeah. And you lived close enough to where I could ride my bike if I wanted to. Um, you know, F to the C section. Yeah, and, F to the C section. Man, I'll never forget. You were the first time I ever started, like, I, I couldn't inhale the sons of bitches, but you were smoking cigarettes <laughs> like you are now. Just straight. Fucking and I was like, damn, this kid's so cool. And you had that trailer. You had the trailer in the in the garage. Or, was it in the garage or in the driveway? I want to say it was in the garage, man. It was a pop-up. Remember? It was a pop-up yeah. trailer. Bro, you tell, t tell some young boys that they can, like, chill. We didn't even go in the house as much. I just remember chilling in this pop-up trailer, and that was the shit. And yeah, that's where we would go and smoke cigarettes. And, like, it was weird because your mom was cool as shit anyways. I feel like we could have probably, like, just <laughs> I did walked it. In around the... and just... Right, right. And I did on the... I'm... There was a lot of stories that transpired, but one of my most favorite stories about you, which correlates into why I still love you to this day, is that you... Here I am, fucking young and full of cum, and I was who wasn't in love with that girl, right? Like, yes. And I remember I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna, I think I'm gonna call her," and you were like, "Bro, for sh why not?" And I'm like, "Dude, it's me. Who? She's not gonna like me." And you're like, "Fucking call her," and I looked her up in the phone book in your trailer. And can you hear me? You took your thingies out. You I hear, I hear you. Okay. You, we, I found her name in the phone book, and go figure. She had her own line, which that's huge. Imagine back that. That she, her mom had. Oh, you're glitchy as a motherfucker. Mm -hmm. Are you? You good? I'm good. You're glitchy. Really? You're not. You got that high five, bro. You got that. Hold on.
How that? Is it bad? It's good. Okay. No, I mean, it just keeps doing a circle on you, but I mean, am I good? You got me? You're good. You're good. Is it fluid and shit? I wonder if it's, it's like fluid. You... Like it to me, I see you clear. I can see. Okay. You look. You look. You look fucking sexy, bro. Your hair looks amazing. I'm so jealous. I want your fucking hair. I want that hair, bro. <laughs> it's turned into a monster. I had my buddy today. He's like, no, but for real, you're gonna cut it. I'm like, I don't think I'm ever gonna fucking. This was. We'll get into mine later, but like this was because I got hurt. My my life come to Jesus moment. That's why I'm. But uh. So yeah, dude, you you were like fucking do it, and you pushed me over the edge, and you gave me that confidence, and and dude, we ended up dating for less than ten, more than five years. I mean, that was a big, significant part of my life. That's crazy. And man. I have so many <laughs> haters because now because now I talk to so many young bucks that I play soccer with or know from like friends, parent or friends of mine that are parents that have kids, and I'm like, listen, these young kids, man, that are that are that are scared to talk to the hot broad or the you know vice versa, and I tell them all, I go look at. I have no doubt you'll get them. And I'm not talking about even from a sexual standpoint. I'm talking about just courting these court people. You know, mm -hmm. old, you know, like, for I was telling the story this the other day. I For a year, we watched Dragon Ball Z. That's it. That's all we did. That was my angle. And it was a good angle because I was watching that shit every day after school anyways. Yeah. And I was like, you want to you watch some Dragon Ball Z? So the good old-fashioned courtship was, is what I'm trying to, like, stimulate with these young fucks it's like listen it's not all about fucking fucking listen on that note how are your boys like what's were they like seven eight nine how uh, are they eight, eight eight and eleven and um where where are you at with them like are they i can't imagine the shit you got go in a good way right like they're becoming are they like eight years old going on 30 or are they kids these days so i feel like kids are just growing up like fucking fast they're like, they're like eight going on 30, but I, I keep them trying to be kids, man. You know, I, okay. I, uh, unfortunately, um, hold on one second, Vinny. Come in. Anything. Yes. Just, I think it's that, the time. Are you in pain? Yes. Um, unfortunately, the, the, the traumatic event that I went through kind of uh, pushed them that they had to uh, go grow um, up a little faster than they should have been. They had to face a, right. a lot, of, a little bit more than they, they needed to. But um, I try to keep them as kids, man, you know, uh, but, you know, and give them when, when you were saying before that whole, that whole confidence to, uh, to talk to somebody else or talk to talk to a girl it's, it's not anything that has to do with sexual. I, th I think I remember being in the pop-up with you and we weren't even, you weren't even thinking anything of that with mm -hmm. that girl. You just wanted no. like, uh, to be friends and just have her attention, you know? Well, I had a girlfriend at the time. <laughs> yeah. I, I had a girlfriend at the time too. That's why I was like, I just want to let this girl know I'm fucking in, like, she's the most beautiful girl I had ever, I mean, think about it back then. That was, she was the top dog. And once she was a sweetheart too, and she was my neighbor. But if it wasn't for a guy like you, I don't know if I would have done it. And I ended up acquiring a friendship like you with Matthew Robinson, rest in peace. But there's not a lot of guys. I know we're jumping around, but that's the point of the fucking show, I guess. There, one thing I've also noticed in this adulting thing is that, and I, and I mean no disrespect for those that think that you are, and maybe you are trying your best. But let me tell you something. How many people do you know in your life that you could call, tell them that you just won the lottery, and they say, I'm taking you out? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> yeah. 
there's there's a lot of people out there that you tell them like, hey man, I just became a trillionaire, and that and who, who are you gonna tell that says drinks on me? You know, yeah. not not to woo you, not to fuck with you, but good old fashioned unconditional love. They don't need you, they want you, and that those relationships. I don't even want to use the word fleeting. I don't even think that those relationships. Look, and I ain't blowing up anybody. I, I got a wonderful. I think you and I both have been blessed with a wonderful array of. Uh, Michael, don't let me do you. If you got to do it, they, they're about to put you. They're about to cut you up right now. Mm -mm. No, keep going, Vinny. What you're saying is absolutely but correct. It's, it's the truth. It's, we're blessed with having a lot of people, probably that that you know, that their support systems are they're good all. But there's also I've learned there's a difference between loving and caring, right? Like you love and care for your children. There's not a lot of people that give a fuck. I mean, I think once again, not to sound cynical and neurotic, but. 80% don't care and 20% are just glad it isn't them, right? Like what you're going through right now fucking hurts me, but on an adulting level, I got to do me tomorrow, right? Like you're going to cross my mind. I'm going to love on you. I'm going to send a prayer this. But at the end of the day, I it, it's this like when I got hurt for the first time and, and it was under the circumstances of soccer, I wanted everyone else to stop playing. It was a really trippy feeling. I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. I'm fucking hurt. You can't keep playing soccer. You know what I mean? Like you can't go play if you if I'm not playing, and it had and it was a league that I helped support and put on. So it's just a trippy thing. Where where are you at right now? You've always been. You're a strong strong dude. You're like a mat. Like you've always been. You're different. You've always had that up north mentality and shit. Where are you at right now mentally with everything that you got going on? Like tomorrow, are you? And be honest with me. Are you like scared and shit about tomorrow? Or are you like fuck it? Let's do this thing. Um, I'm like, fuck it, let's do this thing. Um, I, uh, <clears throat> I had, you know, I, I have some, I have some like uh, traumatic things. I have some traumatic issues. I, I have some traumatic shit that I haven't really processed yet from my coma, you know, um, um, that kind of goes into my head about like, you know, what, what the fuck's going to happen when I close my eyes again, because such, right such heavy shit happened the last time that happened and but in a way i'm almost excited a little bit too like uh to see what i'm gonna experience or what i'm not gonna experience you know um my head's in a place man of like very much like let's 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 do this good experience bad experience i'm happy to fucking be alive i don't really okay. give a shit you know like um it's been tough. Like, you know, life is always going to be tough and have its shitty moments. But th this is the first time in, in life that I actually, I enjoy the tough moments, man. Like, I'm enjoying, I'm enjoying struggling. Like, I'm in a fucking hospital. This sucks. I'm alone all fucking, you know, all day long. I had my kids come by yesterday for a half hour. Today, they came by for 15 minutes. Um, a friend passed by to see me. But majority, like, I'm here all day alone, just fucking looking at shit, thinking about shit, thinking about this surgery. But I'm in good spirits, man. It's like we're I feel too old to be victim to be a victim anymore, man, you know? I'm I'm too old to fucking have to want anybody to uh feel feel bad for me. I want to be like like push myself to make other people feel good about even the situation I'm in, you know? Like if I'm here fucking right. having a good time smiling um I hope it makes other people feel the same way about their shit because I spent so, so long on that the whole sorrowful victimized shit, you know? Like, we all go through shit, man. We all, we, we right. all, 
you know, my experience in my coma to your experience that happened to you, there's no difference in those experiences. It, your experience is just as heavy to you as mine to me. Right. They were life-changing experiences, you know? Right. Like, so what do we do? Like, what do we sit here and we, we wallow in our shit or do we pick each other up, you know, and say, yo, get right. the fuck up. Let's keep moving, man. Let's fucking live, smile, you know? Yeah, but listen, I love you to death, but that, that mindset, and we could talk about it. Most of us see it on fucking Instagram or social media, and you hear these guys out there or girls that are like, you know, talking about conquering it. But look, at the end of the day, once again, not to sound too fucking cynical, but no one really gives a fuck. And no. I, I made a video, <laughs> I made a video like a week or two ago, and I, it was it was about if your thinking's got you sinking, right? Because I was just doing some praying and meditating, and I'm like, who doesn't who doesn't fucking evaluate where they're at well i mean i i'm learning a lot of people don't actually evaluate where they're at and they're out, they're okay with not being okay which i'm all about it's it's you're not always going to be okay but i don't i've come to the conclusion that i don't blame anybody for anything even if i get done wrong you know and i was using the analogy the other day on a, uh, another show i was on about like getting a nail in your tire it like literally happened to me that day and i just got new fucking tire on uh, the BC clay tattoo. So I only had one fucking tire and there ain't cheap. So I just get this fucking tire put on, barely use it, boom, nail on the tire. What do I do, right? Do I, do I tell everyone that I run into that day to fuck off? And the guy that I'm calling about the inquiry about how much the tire is going to be because of the rarity of the tire, do I get it all? Do I let it all fuck me up? Or do I zoom out and realize that these are first world problems? I'm good. And I think that there is a direct correlation, and this is nothing new under the sun for those that are trying to actually better themselves, but there is a direct correlation with those that sit in fucking misery that find themselves in habitual sickness, right? Yes. Like, and I'm not talking about you right now. They're outside circumstances. So my heart goes out to people that are dealing with things that they're the most positive people in the world, but they still may have afflictions and injuries and things of nature. I ain't saying that. So like, I understand life is life. But you, you deal with, I mean, I remember when from the ages of like 17 to about 25-ish, bro, I was on, I was fucking Tic Tac Excedrin. Like Excedrin for me was fucking doop, doop, doop. I was like, I'm a migraine guy. Like I find everyone like, I'm a migraine. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I, have, I have migraines. I'm a migraine guy. Like migraine, migraine. That shit ended up ruining my colon. I haven't told a lot of people that. But I, um, when, I was, when I was young, like 20 nothing, I ended up having like, I was bleeding fucking out my ass at a young kid. And I, I'm thinking I'm dead weeks yeah, yeah, and weeks yeah. and weeks. And you know, the medical system, it's just as fucked up as it was then going to that. You're not getting any answers and this, that, and the other. And here I am. I'm like, I'm fucking dying. Like I'm mm -hmm. going to die. And the, my, my point is, is that all of it was because of self-infliction. What the fuck is that thing that you're smoking? It's a vape, bro. You're still, you're yeah, still you're hitting it. You're like, like, like um, that's Dave Chappelle fucking hit right there. That fucking, the fucking undercover. Um, you know, I got a bunch of chops. I love you. I'm only picking on you. But um, I've noticed, once again, that you, you sit in that fucking despair and that misery. It just eats your bones. You know what's crazy, too? Not to preach to anybody, because I think you feel telling people about your God without speaking. But it says it in the fucking Bible. You know, it literally says it will eat your bones if you sit there and spew negativity and, and or let it marinate on you. So I'm proud of you, because all day today... As I'm waiting for this, this to talk with you, you're stronger than me. Like, I mean this sincerely. 
I no. envy your strength because I could not, dude. Are you kidding me? As, no, first of all, the no. only way you're getting me in it, the only way you're getting me in a hospital now is like day. Of, I I don't know how you're sitting. You got you got an ID in you right now, Look. bro. Bro, I passed out last time I went to the fucking doctors for I I didn't know this, but I had tore my thoracic and I thought I had like broke a rib. And I'm in there, Michael. Bro, I'm in there. Just like you are right now, but I I, I go in there at the ER too because I thought I broke a rib at soccer, uh-huh. and I go in and and bro, they literally they get me all like in the room, and you know how like doctors and nurses are so rather anticlimactic when you want them to like no one really cares. I'm like I'm dying, so yeah, 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 I can't yeah. I couldn't even fucking breathe like literally like <laughs> like like that much breath. I'm like it's over, and they go to put an IV in me, out. I pa- I've never passed out before that feeling like. <laughs> darkness is coming over me i thought i was dying bro i wake up in the the the, uh, the post-op room they didn't even do anything but i'm in the post-op room and i waking up my god coming out of this fucking thing and i'm like <gasps> and i've had surgeries before but i'm and they're literally laughing at me just like that and i'm like what what am i alive like what happened they're like honey you pass out with the IV. <laughs> like, that is adorable. And I literally, I'm like, what? No way. Something happened to me. Like, you put something in me or something. Like, <laughs> fucking out. And I'm not good at that shit. So you to be sitting in there, knowing that you're going in for something serious, and and being that you've had bad circumstances, but going out, I'm proud of you, and I fucking love you. I you're strong. But you've always had... Oh, thank you. That that and I say city, it sounds so cliche, but you've always had that rough, tough city up north feeling about you. Is that fair to say? You know, like yeah, man, you got to keep it going, got to move, bro. We're moving. We it's a hundred miles an hour up here. There's no time. You fucking stop. You blink. You get run over. So, but you had that when we were kids too. You brought. You had that mentality of like, you weren't <clears throat> soft. You were never soft. You always were like. You're 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 a hard motherfucker, and that's that's not easy, man. And I'm happy for you. I don't know how much you're sharing out and like what platforms and stuff, but I know you shared a few things and some of the hardships that you've gone through as a parent, and like that that whole thing, dude. Even the mental strength that I can't imagine that you're going through, and all that. If you don't mind me asking, because I haven't talked to you about any of that, you, do you share that publicly about like everything? I share my whole damn life publicly. What what what's going on with that? If you don't, because I haven't. Um, real quick before. Before we jump, before I jump on that, there was one thing that you said, man, that um, that resonated with me about when you were talking about when these things happen to us, like something, you know, somebody does something that pisses me off, or I run over a nail, and you know, in my car, I got a nail in my tire. Right. You said zoom out. Yo, zoom out is such a big fucking thing. Mm-hmm. You know, like we live our lives in focus of our desires and we, we line up our desires accordingly day to day to what's important to us. But when we do, when we zoom out, when something goes wrong on this, you know, this daily experience of life, I want to do this today. I want to do that today. I'm going to the store. I'm going to get this done. I'm getting my job done and da, da, da. nail comes in the tire. The zoom out is so important, man, because these, these desires that we have, as much as they mean the world to us, our jobs, our, our dreams, our goals, they're just desires. These, these things are, are only at a, at, a, at a high scale of importance given our circumstances that we're able to put them that high. You go and take away your health and none of that shit matters. 
Fuck your job. Fuck your fuck your dreams. Fuck your goals. Yeah. You just want to fucking be able to be healthy. You just want to yeah. be able to fucking walk or, you know, and the gratitude in the zoom out, man. You know, like when you zoom out and you can see your whole big picture and say, take a step back. Like, I'm not going to ruin my whole entire fucking day over this little thing. And no matter right. how big the thing is, if you're healthy, it's little. It doesn't matter what it is. It could be yeah. a breakup. It could be, you know, uh, these things that are, you could get fired from a job. You could mm -hmm. find out, like, to me, my health was so bad that this this, this diverculitis, diverculotus, whatever it is, I still zoom out, mm -hmm. even on the diverculitis, because I was dying. I had no, you know, my liver was gone. I was 300 pounds dying and in a coma. So when I look at this, this is still, I'm still thankful. This is still nothing. Like, the fuck? Yeah, but you're this? doing, mm -hmm. I mean, I mean this. It's one thing to talk about it, but it's one thing to practice it. And I'm fucking, I'm, my dick gets hard thinking about how strong you are, bro. I'm proud of you. <laughs> like, think about it. You got to understand, no joke, no matter what I've been through. And I, and, I'm, and a lot of people give me a lot of kudos about how I persevere and how I do me and this, that, and the other. But let me tell you something, when it comes to, when it comes to the medical situation in general and injuries and stuff, bro, I'm, I would not be anywhere near your level of, of, and I'm not saying you're not having moments. Okay. I'm not saying that you probably don't have some fetal positions and you're alone and you have some moments and a tear may shed, but ultimately just having dialogue with you, even today, I'm telling you right now, if this was flipped, I ain't doing no fucking show. I ain't on the phone with nobody. Leave me the fuck alone. I'm curled up in a fucking ball. And every time a nurse comes in, I say, don't touch me. Unless you put me to death, like you got to put me to sleep. Don't fucking do nothing because I'm. I, it's not easy to do that. But I'm telling you, that takes some serious strength, man. I'm yeah, proud of you because it. What? Um, nah, man. Like Vinny, you got this in you too, brother. Like oh, this, I didn't know I had this in me, man. Like we faced we, these these things coming when we face them, you know. Like when they, did you they, why why are you in there the day before? It's that like it's a big deal then, huh? Like yeah, they want been, you they've been monitoring me um for three days because if if my colon breaks at any time I'll go septic. Oh uh, and then at that point um they'll have to And they uh, they let you fucking hit that thing in there. No. All right, you keep hiding that thing, I'm gonna say. No, I'm not I'm not I'm not I, I, like I haven't I haven't I haven't eaten in three days, but I still be sneaking in a little song. So, you know, fuck me out of eat, bro. Oh man, it was uh, it was really a, what a, a cute story about visiting people and doing things you're not supposed to in a hospital is. Uh, you know Jimmy Gagliano, right? Remember Jimmy? I do. Yeah. Uh, so Jimmy's grandfather had gotten sick at one point, and he was in the hospital. And typical hospital stories: no one's going to see you at the end of the day. I don't care how big your family is, like. At this age and this time, people are busy. You you may be lucky to see. So I, I'm his family was gone, but I mean outside of that, and they're only there for so long. So I'd go and visit him by myself, and I'd bring him in a, a snip, a scotch, and a, and a porno magazine or like something something. You know what I mean? Uh, like, just just to spice it up a little bit, be like, and make his day. It, if I fucking it, love it, it made his fucking day. I don't even think he could drink the thing, but I don't even think he even went through. But like. Just to bring them in there and, and yeah. to keep it, you know, not to be like, oh, well, is you, I hope you get better. It was more like, hey, Pop, listen, here's your snip. Uh, I don't uh, want you smacking any of these nurses' asses when the camera's on. 
And three, here's a little magazine to help you get through the day. But uh, I'm, you got to live too. I'd be, I'd be bringing you some saltines if you needed it. <laughs> but, 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 but look, you, you, you went in, you went and brought him that man. Like, look how yeah. much that means. Like, how special that is. Yeah, like, I don't that's, care. That, that. That's that is special, dog. That is of special. That is so but, special. And I, where, so you're in, uh, you're in Jersey right now because I have a lot. You're like, mm-hmm. is that where you're I'm at? Jersey. Okay. Yeah. What what um. What hospital are you at? Or you don't say that on the thing? I, I'll say it on here that people are going to Well, don't say it. You never I'm know. I'm checking the TikTok. T- t- Yo, my boy. Yeah. yeah let's, you, you never fucking Bro, actually, that. I got some questions, though, regarding the – can I talk about the, the ladies real quick? You, you, yeah, talk about what, whatever you want. Go ahead. I'm, I'm going to be well, you while you talk. Okay, go pee-pee go potty. Go you ahead. can still hear me? Go pee-pee? Well, I hear you. I got you. grabbing this or anything. All right, all right. Um, so – if you you got you were really public about the last broad you were with. She was a good look. Is that is that no is that not happening anymore? No, we broke up. We broke up um, October of last year. Oh and, shit! Um, was that long ago? It was that long ago. We broke up October, and um, you know she. I that, it was a very public relationship, right? Like I had her posted all the time, and she right. posted me, and our relationship was out there. And um, she was she was a great girl, man. Like. It was a it was a great run for a while while we had it, but um, things got to a point where um, I guess in the perspective for what we wanted, she wanted kids. I already had my kids. I wanted more kids. Oh, she didn't have any kids. She didn't have any kids. She was okay. an amazing uh, you know woman to my kids, and um, some things were just realized that weren't changing between us and it was like accepted and we had to move on it was like one of those situations like do you fight for love but yet fight for love in a way that it could affect me and her in an unhealthy way or do you realize that this fighting for love isn't healthy it's not changing in a positive manner and that um you kind of gotta let it go and see see what happens like is this meant or not and it just turned out that it wasn't you know like yeah and as uh as tough as it was i think for me and her she was the only person i've ever introduced to my kids you know oh wow Um, that's big yeah it was big she 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 took care of my kids she i I worked she did virtual learning with them all that kind of crazy stuff. You now, know, are was... you in like a, are you in this? I'm sorry for being so personal, but I, this, I would be asking you this. We were on the phone. I fucking love you. Are you, are, are you still in some kind of contention with the miss, the, the, the ex with the, the, the kids' moms with the, the things like uh, you, I, sometimes you post some shit that's like your, the custody thing and this, that, and the other, or is that done? Um, it's, 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 it's going to be ongoing till the kids are 18. You know, it's, it, she'll always, uh, keep coming. Um, eh, you don't got to talk about it. it. You don't, I just, no, 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 no. I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to find the right way to word it. It's like, you know, I had my moment uh, going through things that I was real low. I picked myself the fuck back up, did what I had to do, you know, have my kids. The situation that um, that's going on with her, she's just not able to to do what's required of her, you know, that they need right. in the time that they're with her. So with that, is she in said, Jersey? Yeah, she's in Jersey too. 
Okay. Um, but with that being said, it, it, the best that I could do as the father of her kids is take care of the kids and say, hey, you don't got to worry about money. You don't have to worry about the kids. I will take care of everything. Get yourself back together and let me know when you're ready so you can come get the kids and we can do this the right way. That's the best that I can do. It's like, you know, everything's good for you. Do what you need to do. And then the kids are here for you. You know, like that's the best offer that I can do. And that's kind of where we're at. I have custody of the kids and um, she sees them every other weekend and whenever she, whenever she could. And when she can get back on her feet and do the things that's needed um, of her, then it's like, you know, we're back, we're back on game. But like for me, during the time that she's going through this, I take care of the kids. I support the kids. Kids live with me. And I don't go, I don't look for her towards anything of what other, what she wants to provide or what she wants to do, you know? Right. Um, so they, 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 you, what do you, they see her on the weekend or like, what do you? Uh, they see her uh, every other weekend. Okay. Well, I'm proud of you. That shit can't be easy. I don't, I, it's, it's an arena I've never been in and I, it's, <laughs> it fucking, it fucking I can, well, I see your posts and I'm like, golly, this guy needs this, like a fucking hole in the head and the shit you're going through. So proud of you that shit ain't easy now are you still are you working out there now too or are you kind of in a hiatus because of what's going on i'm uh i'm in a hiatus right now with uh work okay. but I'll, I'll be back to work in about uh you know i'll have this surgery monday this shit will be healed tuesday wednesday i'll be back to work next monday you know like this ain't no thing you fucking go now you're and you're you, i talked to you about this last time but you're 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 up north until further no you ain't making a move right you're staying up there I'm staying up here for now unless something crazy was to happen, but I'm staying up here, man. It's like I, the money my, for me, which is I, fuck. I want to travel. I love, I'd love to live anywhere else than Jersey. It's too fucking crazy here. But the, the money in my career, I'm just kind of like, you know, kind of, you can't, here. you can't find that. Anywhere. I can't, yeah. I can't find, I can't find it anywhere else in the whole Are the kids in a, is it a good school where they're going to and shit? Yeah. The kids the most part? Good, yeah. They're in a good school. Right. Um, we live in front of a park, man. It's like they, the these kids are spoiled. Like they 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 got what they need. And okay, um, shit's shit's fucking a fucking disaster. If any fucking if I would have seen this coming when I was a kid, seeing this whole adult shit fucking split up, divorces, but uh, you know all this fucking shit show of a of a mess that a lot of people go through. Um, you know, more than less, so many people going through this shit. Um, you got to get to that point of what you said earlier. That's like, you can't blame other people, dog. You cannot blame anybody for shit. You got to look yep. within yourself, man. The answer is like here, you know, even if someone throws um, a fucking, someone throws a goddamn tennis ball in your fucking face for some odd reason, if you really want to get to the bottom of it, ask yourself why the fuck you were standing there. That's it. Well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you, and I'll tell you one thing I've noticed too that seems to keep people mentally crippled is forgiveness, right? Like people that have been done wrong and there, it wasn't your fault whatsoever, whether it was abuse, uh, God forbid, sexual abuse, theft. Um, and I'm not talking about just in companionship. I'm just talking about people that just were did wrong or God forbid did wrong at even a young age when you're innocent. And listen, one of the things that I've noticed is I have so many people confide in me and it's, a, it's, um, 
it's currency to my soul, man. It's just insane that people fucking tell me everything. And I'm not talking about even situations like this, which is so dear to me, but straight fucking strangers, you know? And I think there's a lot to be said with people that actually ask. And I do, when I ask people how they're doing, I want to know, like, I, and I care. I really do. I, that was a video I did a long time ago about enjoying the chitty chat. I think a lot of people were so fucking fat. Like, we're so, like you said, we're so focused on getting our nut for the day, getting, you know, taking care of this, got to do that before you know it. We, you know, we asked 17 people how they were, but it was just superficial. Super and cool. I've noticed that one of the things that seems to be, uh, uh, it's probably been going on for thousands of years, but it's getting worse now with social media, I think. And that is forgiving somebody and not let, holding on to that resentment, even if that person's a fucking bitch, right? Like yeah. they do you wrong. And then, then they start using social media as a means to like fuck with you. You yeah. know, like what, what they've got for me. Just, let's just take someone that may owe you money, right? Like I owe you 20 bucks or 20 grand. Yep. And I say, I ain't got it. Right. And you've been asking me, you're after me. And, and, and today I'm posting fucking photos, you know, on the, on the, on the, of anything on a boat, yep. on a this, it doesn't matter. Or just posting the fucking meal. And mm -hmm. where, where'd you get the fucking seven ninety nine? wherever, you know? And yep. I've noticed that not holding on to that anger will help release so much. It's like, it's like, it's, and it sounds so fucking like Gandhi ish. Like, but when you let when you let shit go that's out of your control, I feel like the the door opens to so many other things and so many other oh, blessings. Yeah. So one of the most common things I get asked is is uh, I got a lot of good positive people that come to me with with positive energy, so to speak. Like, hey, like how do you stay so happy? How do you do this? How do you do this? Because this shit correlates into my private life, you know, my recreation life. And I say I'm just as fucked up as everybody else. I got the guys that I got the people that owe me money. I got it a business that could be doing better. I got family that could be this and that, but I, I, I've done my homework for the day. Mm -hmm. And I, then, then, then I think that's another thing to be said too. get your shit done. Now, fuck scholastic homework. I was like the worst student in the world. I don't care if you get by with D's and C's or fucking F's. I don't really care how you get through school. If you're not pursuing something, you know, specific like doctorates and shit like that, you're just trying to get by school and get by school. But in life, don't fucking leave your shit unattended to and then go out talking about, I'm, I'm going to do me when you're driving your mom's fucking car. That's great. Ain't no shame in driving your mom's car. But don't don't come at me telling me you're fucking doing you. Talking yeah. about YOLO and all this shit. <laughs> and I think that's what's broken with today's society is that everyone's doing me. And that's like my slogan. You do you. So, uh, you know, I do web. You do you. Yep. I want you to do you. But don't be – you don't got to be so – you're holding on to so much shit. You're not taking care of what's got to get done. And I think what's happening, Michael, and we're seeing this, and that's what you said about like this adulting thing. It's a beautiful thing, but it's hard as fuck if you don't, it's, it's like not mowing the lawn and trying to find something in your backyard. You're, you're creating your own fucking problem, man. Exactly. And it's, it's it, you know? And like I said, I, I'm just <laughs> using the analogy of mowing a fucking lawn, but I mean, and if you don't want to mow it, then you get these guys out there too, that don't want to pay someone to do it. Cause they say, ah, well, I'll just do it. Well, you're not doing it. And guess what? Now you got a problem because you got the pests coming in. You got this. You got the broad yelling at you. The lawn's not mowed. And guess what? It's just a compounded effect of bullshit. But look, none of this is nothing new under the sun except for I'm trying to be a like a beacon for those out there that are they're 
they're not okay and they and they think because of what they see on maybe even this this little segment and this little show that like oh must be nice must be not and it's like here you are right. a fucking hospital bed and no one right. knows a fucking thing about me in a good way you know like right. i what i what i put out is true and what you see is true but i don't fucking post i had some buddies today they're like bro you've been doing xyz i said yeah and right. they go why don't you post about that i said because i don't society is a fucked up society and i don't need people i don't need people in every little aspect you know right. i find it very it's very refreshing with you because you post some raw shit man you're not about like posting you're not all about like look at me and look at my money you're posting like real life shit and i'm and it's because of that i feel so close to you and i hope i'm i don't know your immediate audience base or follower but I'm, I can almost, I bet you I could speak on the behalf of all of them, if not a good majority of them. They got to be finding strength and, and there's something to be said about vulnerability, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. And I 100%. think that that's amazing for you. Do you, do you write, like where you're rolling in life right now, do you have a good crew or a small crew or are you just so like, you like, like, you know what I mean? Like you got dolo. like, oh, I'm fucking, I'm fucking dolo, bro. I'm dolo wow. still and I don't have. I've been looking, you know, for, for, for people that might fit up to be in, in a good crew with me one day, you know, but right in, in reality, my crew is this fucking camera and the way that I've found my power, man. And in my vulnerabilities is, isn't sharing them in, in, in all honesty, because when I'm sure it's happened to you. It's happened to everybody, man. A lot of a lot of people in my family, a lot of people that were my friends, a lot of people in relationships. And with with full reason, you know, through my fucking vulnerabilities in my face, shit that I I explained to them, whether it was my alcohol issues or, um, you know, drug issues as a teenager, you know, I I had all those things rubbed in my face during real trying times and when I went through my experience when I almost died and coming out of that it was kind of like a little bit too late for that vulnerability it was like okay well everybody knows I almost died now and at that point I started to find power in my processing of what had happened and explanation of what had happened and started to share my story. And as I started to share my story and my trauma, man, it was like, I started to heal more than I ever was facing right. this. You know, here I am talking about it, not really even knowing that while I'm making videos or talking about it, how much I'm really processing in the back of my head of what's, you know, what happened. Right. And not only am I processing all of this, but I'm also taking the power away from the people that would hurt me with these vulnerabilities. Because it's like at that point, everybody knows now. And I've confronted my issues. And what right. the fuck do you have to throw in my face now? You know, and, uh, you know, I smoke my cigarettes. I had alcohol issues. I have anger issues now. I have, I have all kinds of issues that I don't mind sharing because it's who the fuck I am. And it, it, right. it's what it is. I'm actively trying to make myself a better person but i'm i also know that i'm a fucking warrior for the shit that i've accomplished and so is everybody else like we all are man we're all, everybody was alive as a testament to how right. fucking strong you know we we can be where we're at today and people tell me like i've had i've had 
relationships be ruined because of social media because I'm I'm sharing everything about my life and some people will will come at me like yo you're an attention whore you're just looking for attention like what is it you're just all day you want to look for attention um there were a lot of parts that when I was when I was sick and recovering I was looking for a lot of validation and I feel like we, we all look for some validation. Of course, every day. 100%. We all, we all look for it. Um, unfortunately I was a very toxic person and the people that I was in relationships were, were toxic and we had toxic relationships. It's like, I didn't have many people that I could be open with in a healthy way. And I chose social media to kind of be my friend. I chose the camera to be my friend. The camera didn't judge me. The camera would let me talk. The camera would would let me re-explain myself if I didn't say it the way I wanted to. You ever sit there and tell someone something and you say something, they're like, oh, what'd you just say? It's like, whoa, hold on a second. Like, I didn't mean right. it like that. Let me just get it out. This this camera became the most understanding friend of of what I could say and what was going right. on with me. And I I got something in me man that just makes me feel happy and secure and helps me affirm myself in kind of looking at what I'm going through on a fucking on a video or looking at myself explaining it and 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 seeing how I genuinely feel about it you know it's like I'm 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 always actively processing shit while I'm talking about it online and right. To me, it feels great. To some people, it, it, it's a turnoff. To some people, it might not work for everybody. But I love it because, I don't know, man. It, 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 it leaves me in this place where I feel like I don't have to hide from nothing. You know, right. like I am me. And that's it. What you see is what you get. Here on social media, what you, what you get is it's the same in person. Right. And it just... I hit. I guess I hid behind alcohol so fucking long. It just feels liberating in in fucking screaming. So you don't. My when's the last the time you, you don't drink at all anymore, or do you? Did you throttle back, or like what do you? What did you do with that? I I throttled. I well, when I went out after the coma, I went out to Florida. When I was out there with Blake, and I was out there with my boy Joe, I was fucking drinking, man. We were partying. Um, I was over there at the Hard Rock. We were fucking having a fucking great time. It was fucking nuts. Um. But then I got back to I got back to life in Jersey, and I started to throttle back. I I started to feel things in my body that re- resembled like, hey, your liver is like knocking, like chill out. Um, and then further along, when what I was your to- what was your consumption rate at your peak? Every day or every just day, a lot? Every day, probably a liter, a, a, a liter, give or take a little more. Uh, a vodka plus like a six pack of twisted tea every day. Every, uh, every day. Every fucking day. Every day. So what day. do you mean? You you would come home from work. I would wake up. Um, How'd I you would, go to work? Uh, well, the drinking the drinkings before work. Oh, okay. Happened, the, I I drank before work for like a week when I had found out my ex cheated on me. That was when, like, I couldn't, I couldn't take it anymore. Before that, it was drinking after work every day, coming home and knocking them back. Um, but the whole almost dying experience, I found out about that in October when I started having some drinks before work in the morning. 
I went to my super and I'm like, yo, you got to fucking lay me off. I'm going to kill somebody. I can't be here. I'm like, I'm fucking, I can't do this. I can't run the machines like this. So they laid me off. And next thing you know, I'm home now trying to get my shit together. But now I have all the time in the world to drink. And, um, you know, I'm, I'm, I, I would wake up and I would probably drink a, a pint of vodka for breakfast right away. First fucking deal. Open my eyes. My heart would be like, I fucking be like, I grab a fucking pint of vodka. I chug it. I'd be puking while I'm chugging it and still swallowing my puke, puke falling on the fucking sink, cleaning it up, trying to hold down the vodka because, vodka because that's the only thing that's going to slow my heart rate down. And, um, it would be like a half hour battle in the morning just to fucking get that pint down. But after I got that pint down, I was chill. I could like breathe. I could, I could, I got some clarity. <laughs> Fuck. Now, was that a combination of like, like a withdrawal of alcohol combined with anxiety? Why was your heart beating? Full blown withdrawal and anxiety. Oh, and, my God. Yeah. Like fucking shaking like a leaf, bro. Like I, I'd fucking wake up. I'd be holding my bottle like this, like, fucking trying to drink yeah, it was fucking full-blown withdrawal um the heart racing withdrawal i'd wake up feeling like i was running in a marathon you know like like fucking gasping i would drink my pint of vodka and then boom nervous system completely calm everything fucking chill and i balance out that withdrawal act all day you know and um so just like all throughout the day you're just kind of sipping on something shots I would do like, um, I'd have my, I'd have big liter bottle of vodka, shot glass. I'd get that uh, pint worth of vodka down in the morning. And then I'd sit on my couch, smoke a cigarette and go back all day. Like take two shots, smoke a cigarette, go sit on the couch 10 minutes. And yeah, the tipping point that really set you over the edge, you're talking about your ex of the kids or your ex of the most recent ex? Uh, ex of the kids. Wow, Michael. That, that's, what, yeah, that's what set me over the edge. wasn't even really the cheating part. The, the part that set me over the edge was after I found out about the cheating was I was like, okay, you know, you got to leave. Like, we're splitting up. It's my house. You got to go. And she's like, I ain't going nowhere. It's my Ooh. fucking house. I'm like, what? And she's like, this is my fucking house. I ain't going fucking nowhere. And um, at that point, that's when I started to get worried. I'm like, fuck. You know, she ain't leaving, and um, I can't get her out either. I, I started to learn that in the in the process that I couldn't just put her out. Was um, she? Le were you married? No. But and still, I, all the com common laws and kids and. No, nah, we have no common law in New Jersey. There's no common law, but just the uh, just the fact that she lived in the house and she was the mother of the kids, I'd have to go to court to evict her. Right. I couldn't just kick her out, and. It actually worked in a more fucked up way where when I found out she cheated, she came back to the house. I changed all the locks on the doors, right? I changed all the locks. She couldn't get in. And she showed up to the house. She was at the door. I opened the door. We got into a big yelling match. I'm like, you can't come in. Get the fuck out. It's my fucking house. Go back to the fucking guy's house that you fucked. And um, she came back with the cops. When she came back with the cops, the cops, she had recorded what I said. And the cops were like, well, not only can you not put her out, but you have to get out because she's putting a restraining order on you for verbal abuse, my friend. So even though this is your house, 
And this, you're, I'm like, yo, look at my title. I'm like, I got my lawyer on the phone. This is my fucking house. They're like, we don't care. Let a judge figure that out. Let's go. Get the fuck out. And I got fucking put out of my house with a restraining order for a month. I was living out of my fucking car with two, both of my kids in the house. And I was bringing them groceries weekly, like living out of my car, feeding my kids, bringing them money. And that's when, that's what sent me over. When I lived out of that car for a month, and like I saw that she had the power to fucking take my home, my life, and shit on me and put me in the street. That's when I was, That's when I fucking went overboard. You were just like, self medicating, get just getting fucked up every day. At, at that point, I just wanted to drink till I was fucking dead, man. I thought I lost it yeah, all. I, I fucking. I thought I lost. Were you my like? House. Were you literally? Were you legitimately like just fucking passing out at night just because you're so dr- like? I was passing that- out. Multi- I was passing out seven or eight times a day. I'd Just wake up. Uh, yeah, yeah. By by ten o'clock, I'd be blacked out, and then wake up around noon, and then I'd be starting fresh, another run at it. By two, three o'clock, blacked out, wake up again, another fresh run, and and Jeez. cycle going. I did that cycle for five months until I woke up and my eyes were yellow, and that's when shit got scary. <laughs> that's when shit got scary, bro. Yeah. I woke up. And I looked in the mirror and I was like, and I was like, what the fuck, dude? And I, I, I even changed three light bulbs. I was changing light bulbs. Like, yo, it's the light. It's got to be the fucking light. And it wasn't the light. Like, my eyes were fucking yellow, bro. And, and were um, you like, would you eat during the day or you didn't even I fucking? Couldn't, I, I couldn't eat. I couldn't eat. I couldn't stomach anything. It's, I couldn't stomach anything. And as, as I couldn't eat, the funny part is I'm not eating. And I'm gaining more weight than ever. Right. It's I, all liquid. I, what, it's like, all liquid. My body, my liver was shutting down. So all water retention. And literally, I'm not eating. And I, I blew up. I was, I was 268 pounds. I was fucking huge, man. Um, from the yellow eyes, I started throwing up blood. Shitting out black tar. It was like black, black shit coming out of uh, puking up black coffee grounds. Um. And all of this, you know, with homegirl watching. She was watching all of this. She saw me, like, go through all of it. There were even some nights that we were having shots together while I was, like, yellow. Big Bird's in the kitchen, and we're over there fucking, yo, what's good? Big Bird here. Fucking Sesame Street. Let's bang them down. Did you guys ever try working on the relationship, or you knew, like, I ain't doing this shit? I, nah, after I got cheated on, I wasn't doing that shit. Hell no. And, you know. Um, Did there you was fuck no... someone you knew? Did she add injury? Nah, oh, thank nah, God. I, I, I didn't not that it person. may, you know, not that it's still easy, but still, like, thank God it wasn't someone you, like, you know, knew. Yeah, it wasn't someone, it wasn't someone I knew. And, and I actually found out from, from the person. The person themselves told me. Keep going, I'm just turning my lights on. Yeah, I actually reached out to the person myself and, um, you know, spoke to him on a mature level. I was like, hey, listen, um, do you have kids? And they were like, yeah. And I go, okay, well, I got nothing against you, but I'm in, I'm in kind of a shitty situation with my kids where I'd like to get out of if my partner did this. And I'm sure you can appreciate that having kids yourself, that if somebody did that to you, that you'd want to know so you could remove yourself and your kid from that situation. And he completely agreed. And next thing you know, he's sending me pictures and text messages. And I'm like, thank you, bro. He gave me all the evidence I needed. And um, perfect. Yeah, I was like, perfect. Thank you. <laughs> so he's a stand-up guy, at least. 
he was a stand-up guy, you know, man. Anybody could have been in his shoes. He he was just uh, collateral damage to her shit. You did know? he know? Did he know about in the beginning, or he didn't? Like, did uh, she present herself as a mom and 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 all? You don't even. Yeah, he knew. They they had dated before she met me. They had uh, dated before she met me. So he knew she had kids. He knew she had this whole other life. But even with him knowing all of that, I didn't. I didn't feel anger towards him. Yeah, um, you can't really not at this point in the game. If they're, if he, if if and if if someone's trying to like encroach and fuck with someone and like manipulate mm-hmm. or is their boss and using their power, like yo, you fuck me, I give you a rate. That's where that's where people need to get killed. But I don't think you know it takes two to tango, and usually uh, they're not that great of a dancer. So he did you a favor almost. He did, like, you know. He like, did. Yeah, that's that's a that's a that's a big. That's a, that, that, I can't imagine though the shit. It doesn't. It doesn't make the situation any easier knowing she wasn't even being amicable and understanding. Because you feel like someone at that point should just be like, "Look, fucked up, got me. Not got me, but you know, like, yeah, accountability. Mean, hey, I yeah, like, up. what can I do to like? I'm gonna. If you need me to leave, I mean, I fucked up. But for her to come in, you know, horns are blazing. That's exactly what happened. Well, I, this was, where'd you meet? Is this some just up north girl you met? Or is this someone we knew growing up? Or uh, No, it was just... Uh, I don't need north, names. Um, don't blow her yeah, up. Yeah. Just saying, no, right? it was just an uh, up north girl I met. and um, Okay. And yeah. Is she a, was she a Jersey girl? Is that like... No, nah, she's, she's from upstate New York. She's, she's not even from okay. Jersey. Not even from Jersey. But but what, what you said was absolutely right. It, let me tell you something. Like that whole... Um, amicable and accountability like kind of coming up and being like right. okay fucked up could have been it could have been could have changed the way life went for everybody you know but oh, yeah. the, the the problem is is she came in a different way she came fucking horns out guns blazing um did you kind of see it coming though did you know what kind of person she you're like oh yeah shit. i saw it coming i saw it coming i saw it coming and i mean i know i've always known you as someone not to fuck with so i'm sure you're like you want to <laughs> not throw down physically more than like you want to fucking argue. We'll go to fucking war. Let's go. Like I'll, I'll rip you a fuck that shreds with my my words. So I'm sure it had to been super. It hard. was it, it was very hard. I was you know as as fucked up, um, as what happened to me was. I I gave her a rain of fucking words too. You know, like I made her. Oh, fucking I know. I'm sure. Right. Feel right. feel like shit. And at that point, it was just like. It was done, you know. It was, it was, it was, it was fucking right. done. And um, I also one of the biggest things for me was the accountability thing, man. Like, um, she denied the shit even when I had the text and the pictures. So it was like at that point, yeah. it was like, oh, she had, never took, she never bucked up and just till this day, till this day. Ah, <laughs> let me ask you, you this: it ain't, it ain't my business, but I mean, you forgive her? I yeah, hundred percent, hundred for you. Hundred percent. Uh, I I I forgave her when when I woke up from my coma. Um, I I not only forgave her, I thanked her. Yeah, oh boy. This was oh this boy. was this was the best experience I ever went through in my life, and it was n- by far like the biggest blessing I had ever received besides my kids was this experience. Let's see, but you're you're a sick fuck like me, and we end up making every. We learn, we, we love shit like that, not in the moment, but we end up like, even with my injury, that's what made me, 
there's a whole, I mean, it took me to a hyperbolic time chamber. I went, I hit like Super Saiyan 3, at least. Yeah, man. Like yeah. I went to a fucking dark place. I, and I didn't, I didn't talk to nobody about it. I didn't tell anybody fucking about it. I could say quiet. That's the other thing I've noticed too. And I don't know if it's like, there's something to be said about how you're living because I think it's beautiful. And I learned at a very young age, like your, your family and your, your family and your friends are not your customers. So if they don't like your content or they don't like your clothing, who gives a fuck? It's okay. They're not, they're, they may eat your restaurant once every couple, you know, like don't focus on your friends and family when you're starting a business or have a business. That's if right. you're focusing on your friends or family, get ready for the fucking biggest complaint department you ever made in your life. Cause they're all going to want you to do it for close to nothing. And they're going to want you to do it tomorrow. And I love my friends and family and I ain't talking shit. And some of my best customers are, I consider them friends and family. But my, my point is, Look outside the box because once again they're gonna they're they're gonna fucking let you down. I remember when mm -hmm. I started my first business, and I was like, I'm at least gonna sell X because I right. got so many friends. Right. You know, so like my point is, if you get if you get this whiplash of, oh, well, you uh, whatever they said, it was uh, you you're so attention this you want it you're posting for that. Well, once again, you don't you ain't got to follow me. It's okay. I get the yeah. same shit to some degree. I don't. I don't post as much. But literally, I, I remember the first time I went live, or not. Well, I, went, I did a video, and then I have a shirt on. And bro, I ain't, I'm not Mister Six Pack, and I'm not doing a, the videos like to hear, bro. Like, you know what I mean? I just don't have. I mean, why am I gonna go put a fucking shirt on when I just had something to say real quick that was educating too? It wasn't even like hi to me. It was like, yo, before I forget, I wanted you to know there's some internet is going on X Y Z, and I'll, I don't even know who it was. And this woman, of all things, too, like, I'm, why are you going to hate on me as a girl? You make me feel disgusting. Thanks a lot. I would imagine it would be a boy. Like, you know, you look like a fat slob. Put a fucking shirt on. Nope. It was a girl. She was like, we would take you more seriously if you had a shirt on. I'm thinking, bitch, what the fuck? I ain't selling a workout plan. I'm, tell I'm helping people. But it's just my point is there's always going to be someone out there talking shit and being an asshole. But I can tell you, man, what I've noticed back to like just being at your darkest place, there's something to be said sometimes about not talking about it. You know, you, it was therapeutic to you and I'm glad it was conducive to your healing and your recovery. And even now you're being very open and transparent and it, you will be okay. And you're a byproduct of it working for you. But I noticed because I deal, I think maybe too, because I still live in a town we grew up and it's small, mm -hmm. you know, you, you, you probably can go, I don't know your hood, but like, I'm sure you probably can go to a grocery store. You may not bump into someone, you know, still, you know, because you're, and I know, I don't know whether you're in the concrete jungle area or the suburbs, I don't know. But my point is you, you, you're not going to bump into fucking your third grade teacher. Probably. No, you're not. No. Where not. growing up here, I, I love, and I wouldn't change it. That's why I'm here and I want to be here, but there's something to be said when everyone's like, Oh, you okay. You all right. Are you had told that? And you're like, I don't even want to talk about this right now. Yeah, so yeah, I yeah. disappeared. And there's something to be said about it was awesome to, to, to not had seen people from when I had been hurt to when I got better. And there was no like, because also too, no one believes in miracles. And I don't mean to rob anyone. If, if you do, then God bless you. But a lot of people don't believe in miracles. And I legitimately had a miracle happen. And I'm so glad I didn't have to tell like 100 people that I had a miracle happen because I 110% believe in miracles and yeah. i was i was i i was healed and i mean this not to sound fucking weird and this that and the other 
but legitimately, I believe in healing. I believe if you ask, you shall receive. It doesn't always come in the fashion, the form, the time, the this. I don't get into all that, but I do believe that there's a God up there. And I believe that if you ask, you can get healed by consequence of also pursuing self-healing and doing what's right and doing the, the best that you can do. And I, I, when I went to go get my update one day, I was, uh, it wasn't the prognosis that had been given to me. And there was no way, look, there was no way around it. Doctors don't like the word miracle. So there was nothing around it except for 99% asking, I think 1% doing. But my yeah. point in saying that, it was awesome not to have to tell every fucking Tom, Dick, and Harry, because a lot of people had no clue how fast I got back on the pitch. And they're like, what the fuck? It, right. I couldn't even, I didn't want to use the word, I didn't want to describe what the injury was because the word made me so sick. Because when you would say it, people look at you like, that's it. You right. Know, so pack, boot, pack the boots up. Nah. And I ain't ever fucking stopping until my legs fucking fall off. I ain't stopped playing. And I wasn't going to stop. I made it, a, I made it a point to disappear and every fucking day work on myself and, 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 and disappear. And it was really mm -hmm. important for me to, I, once again, not blame it. And I was hurt too. Someone hurt me, which was the first time that ever happened to me. And I don't speak with my fists, but I will kill you if you fucking hurt me. And I, I, this motherfucker hurt me on the pitch. And it was very hard for me to not kill him. Literally, literally yeah. kill him. He, he went out of his way to hurt me um, and was in the middle of the game. And I remember thinking, I'm going to kill you now. This is easy science. You, you maliciously hurt me. I'm going to literally do the same thing to you right. and the other leg. It's simple. It's, and this is a kid. This is a prick, 20 years old. Now, I right. had to forgive him. And I had to get past that. And thank God I didn't kill him because my whole life would be fucked. But here I am, bigger, better, stronger. My consequence of not blaming anybody, even there though it was legitimately not my fault, legitimately. Not my right. fault. I wasn't in the wrong place at the wrong time. I, I, I couldn't have wore different cleats. I, I, I had a play. Like, point is, I, it's a saying now, and it's all cliche to say, but I mean, you got to pay to play. You want to go fucking. That's right. And I had to go to a dark, dark place and go, this is my fault. This is my fault. And it, whether, it's, whether it's fault more than responsibility, but this is my responsibility. Yes. And, yes. and I think a lot of this comes with age. I hope those that listen to this at any point know that you have a responsibility to fucking be responsible for yourself, period. I don't, I That's really right. don't want, I could have taken that injury, became addicted to, to pain kills, went out and killed the motherfucker. I could have quit soccer, stopped reffing, stopped coaching, because I was so repulsed by it for a while. And instead, I went and did something positive, which was not easy, no joke. This took me about net 30 to 60 days to get to that because I was in my fetal for a while. But I'm so glad now, like you just said, and that's what I love about you and, and many things why I love you. But to sit there and go, it was the second best thing that ever happened to me, basically getting fucked in the ass. Like, that's a horrible thing. You know, you, mm -hmm. you got her cheating on you and this. And then for her to not even come back to you as a, as a grown ass adult, say, look, I fucked up. Like, let me give you your space. Let's figure this out. Uh, nope. She came in saying basically, no, no, no. And this and the other, but look what it did to, you know, look, look at the, the, you know, like I said, it's to me, I look back on it now and no joke. It sounds so weird. It almost, this is another thing that I have a hard time with too. When, when we lost Matthew Robinson and who was like my left nut mm -hmm. at the time, specifically, I looked, 
I look at what I've learned from there and I would, if I could bring Matthew back to life, I'd be like, yo, Matt, you got to come back. If you're coming back, don't take my experience now though. Right. Because I learned, you know what I mean? Like if you, I'll still let you come back. You're going to take my experience because I fucking love you. And I guess I'll have to learn it another way, but I'm just telling you, look what you made me. Like I hit super saiyan four in those moments. Like I could almost go fusion here, but you want, don't, I don't want to take, I don't want to lose that experience because I wouldn't change that for the world. Learning how to become so independent in a very codependent situation. Hell yeah. You know, but I'm proud of you for being able to persevere through something like that because the same thing, you could have killed her. You could have killed him. And it sounds so funny because I'm not being, I'm not being whimsical or figurative to the fucking people that are, listen, I'm not kidding you. People are fucking dying all over the world. You know, the yeah. number one still to this day, number one call across the board is fucking domestic dispute, period. Yeah. Domestic yeah. violence, period. Absolutely. Absolutely. So you had every right to, not right, but I'm just saying. Not right, but you, yeah. You could have you 100%, I'd be talking to you right now in a jail cell being like, I fucking killed her, man. Yeah, and and there's a lot man. of people out there that go, she deserved it. Yeah, you know, yeah, like hundred percent. And you didn't, and you didn't even, and you didn't kill homeboy. You know, like it's it says a lot to how you deal with adversity. And I'm proud of you. And then I I say this a lot now, and I took it from our chief of police here. But you're only as good as your last 24, right? So you got to reboot. You got to do it again tomorrow. And that's what I think yeah. also may be happening. I have hope in humanity, but I think what may be happening with those out there that are going through some shit. And I mean, you're a testament to it because it's like you need this fucking to look a lightest thing like a hole in the head. I feel horrible for you. Right. But you're only as good as your last 24. So these people that go through this shit and go, okay, well I have my, I have my come to Jesus moment. I've, I've been through the abuse or I've been through the injury or I've been through this. I'm good now. Right. Like, it's like a good, you ain't good. If, you, if you in the, if you in the matrix, you ain't good. I mean, that, what do you want you ain't to tell good. you? It's, it's a fucking real world out there and there's going to yeah. be nails and tires. These, there's going to be more bras that cheat on you. The whole, it's about, there's going to be more people and, that, yep. There's going to be more it. people that fucking that, that there's going to be more people that are close to us that pass, you know, mm, there's, there's yeah. going to be, there's going to be our health that is, uh, you know, without a doubt going to deteriorate with time yep. and, and all of that shit to take in. And I want to say to you that I did very much like you, man, when, you know, but I did the opposite when, when the cheating thing happened and I got kicked out, I went down that victim road, you know, like that, well, yeah. you know, that, right. that was my, my my crutch but when 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 i woke up and i went home i didn't start sharing like i had that that moment of of healing happen with me alone at the house like it took like three months for me to fucking learn how to walk again and cook for myself and take care of myself and in those three months was like that was that dark shit man that was that fucking like sit with yourself and fucking look at all the ugly shit inside of you and, and, and take responsibility for that shit. It's like, right. like you said, it's, 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 it's not even necessarily that it was our fault, but it was our responsibility. It's responsibility. Right. To, to, it's no but one also else's too, responsibility. Though, also too, Michael, a lot of people don't want to hear this part, but it is your fucking fault if you're out there fucking shit up. Of course. You know I mean, like, period. Like, that's 100%. another thing too. It's so, it's so funny. It's like, bro, you know, Jimmy, Jimmy, and I talk often, and he he cracks me up because we come up with these new sayings and slangs for each other. And in the last handful of years, Jimmy calls me Santo Chenzo, okay, which <laughs> is hilarious. But it core, it, what it, what it does is it reflects the fact that, bro, you've known me my my whole my whole adolescent and adulting life. 
you've never heard any bullshit about me fucking doing anything. I, I'm, I'm like closest thing to a fucking altar boy when you compare me to the most folk because I've been pissed scared of getting my fucking ass rocked by my dad. You know, that's really what it is. I think I think society in general loses accountability or is afraid of something or someone. I was pissed scared of getting fucking rocked. And authority in general. To this day, I get pulled over, and I'm not one of these motherfuckers that are like, "What you, you know, what are you, what are you pulling me over for?" I'm like, nah. I got my hands up already. Like, don't nah. I'm, whatever you need. I'm good for you. I'll make you lunch. Like, I, I'm scared of authority, or I respect authority. My point saying that is here. I am now. We're you know kissing forty, and bro, I don't, I don't step out of line too often, man. Like, I really don't. I'm, I'm afraid to fuck up and look i've lived a very safe life because of that i'm sure there's people out that are like bro fucking live you know like go put it all on black one day in fucking vegas just give it a shot I'm like you know having skydive don't fucking gamble don't and once again i ain't talking shit about those that do i'm envious of those that can fucking live on the edge a little bit but i like my feet on the ground i don't like to gamble with my fucking shekels and I'm pissed scared. And look, I'm going to my resting place right now with not having my dick in a lot of bronze either because I don't, I'm afraid of the fucking ramification, you know? But here's what's interesting. Because of that, I get to do me on the other levels that other people may not be able to. For instance, I'm not in hock financially because I don't have... See, it depends on... I think what happens now, too, as we're getting older and old, this is just all new to us because no one really has any idea what the fuck they do. Kanye said something the other day. He has some problem, and I, I don't worship Kanye, but I do love his fucking content because he cracks me, me up. I mean, that guy, to me, he doesn't done nothing to me, and I fucking love him. I love his music. I love his fucking ridiculous style. I love the shit he says. I even like when he was going fucking AWOL. I love him. <laughs> me too. He had some issue with Gap the other day, I guess. Like, Gap, Gap and him are in some big tumultuous bullshit. I and saw it, yeah. He said something on some interview, and he says, I'll let no motherfucker older than me tell me how to live. And I was like, okay, that's pretty stupid. Pretty stupid, but I love it. I see what he's saying because he's almost uh, like, no one know. like, I'm not taking advice. I don't want uh, advice. I want it. And I'm almost like, okay, that's, that's his egotistical, arrogant fucking, he's a, he's crazy. I, but, but, but hey, he can do, you, hey, he's got fuck you money. He wants to live. You could do you. He can say that shit. I can't say that shit. I can't say to my immediate customer base and hopeful future, Fuck all y'all. I don't need need any of you. (laughs) Yo, he he goes, he goes, I don't argue with people who are broker than me. (laughs) Yes, 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 yes. And like, do you know how fucking awesome that would to be able to say, I can't say that. I do. I'm broker than you. I gotta, I gotta argue. You know what I mean? So I'm all about, if you can get to, and this isn't all about like financial gain, more than just hat, for instance, for, you you almost probably had a position with the liberty and freedom that you've experienced due to your despair. Say to a broad, listen, just letting you know, you cheat on me, I already, I'm good. You ain't gonna you ain't gonna be able to fuck me up. Here's the rules. Just letting you know, I got an exit strategy. Don't be thinking you like you got you you can say that shit and it sound rather like unromantic, but you're being real. Same thing with Kanye. Like, listen, I don't fucking I don't roll with people that are broken than me. That's what's up. Like, okay. Like, I gotta respect that. Like, I can't expect, just like if I was abroad courting you and you said, look it, I'm gonna court you, but you fuck up, I'm out. I think it's beautiful. And once again, with that wisdom, you can, but you gotta be able to do you. And that's, I think, the biggest fucking difference is here. And everybody gets, everyone's trying to tell someone else how to fucking do something 
when they don't got what they want. And I'm not saying you have to have what you want to build it, but don't, there's a difference between, I think, being a student and a teacher. I'm a fucking student. I ain't out here trying to tell you how to live, telling you what the fuck to do. I ain't telling you where to eat. I ain't telling you who to fuck. I don't care what you fucking do. Just don't come at me with some bullshit and try and tell me how to do something when you ain't even fucking happy. And you're not where you want to be. And I think that's, look, the only thing I watch, so I just, I, was, I love these little documentaries, and the I can't even pronounce the fucking name. I had to look it up. Mozambique is some fucking country in Africa, I think. And I watch. They speak the Portuguese show. there. They speak Portuguese. Do they really? I could. I could hear the chididi chididi yep. yep. like, Yo, 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 yo! Like, hear the Italian. Yeah, like the obrigados. And I yep. was like, wait a minute, is this a Spanish? Is this? Listen, for those out there that want to zoom out. Well, first of all, just zoom out. Go to fucking Google Maps, zoom out. But this show, Deadliest Roads, it's just so, like, it's not even the biggest, most watched thing. They don't, it's not a big production. It's a shitty production, by the way, too. I love it. And there's these guys that go on these roads. There's no narrating. There's no, there's no personality. He's just narrating. And they go on these tracks of people that have this. It's just the craziest thing that we hear with these first world problems still find us something to fucking bitch about. And you said it earlier, your health is all that fucking matters. And look at yeah, the man. richest people in the world, man. That when, when private travel and private health care, you get to that fucking level, I want to fuck you. I'm, ju- I'm envious of that. Because what you're going through right now, I, I wouldn't want my worst enemy going through, be- being succumbed to the... And I'm sure you're still at a nice place and you're being this, but it doesn't fucking matter. Private travel, private health care, then come talk to me. I'm, I'm envious of that. And I, ha- I don't, I'm not there yet at that fuck you level with that type of income or financial freedom. I'm, that's my goal. But that's, that's where you start to realize how sensitive real life is because right now you're, thank God you're in great care, but imagine if you couldn't, you know what I mean? Like, and there's a lot oh, of people that dude. don't have access to that. Dude, I'll, I'll tell you the truth. If I didn't have, if I didn't have my, my, my private insurance when I got sick, I'd have died 100%. I would have died. I would have never even made it it's, to, to um, uh, the, the hepatologist. I made it to the, for my liver. I would have died. So without a doubt, if I didn't have, if I would have just had like state insurance or some fucking shit, I would have not right. have survived um, what, what I survived without a doubt. I, I believe. And that's, and that's my um, point. It just, I know we're jump. I'm jumping around a lot, but the, the focus is you, you, you don't, you ain't got shit figured out if your health gets into jeopardy. Yeah, man. You right. Don't. And like, you and it's, don't. it's the craziest thing that we all, we're all holding on to our mortality and I don't care how big, how strong and how rich Steve jobs himself, when his fucking shit was in whack, you saw, we all heard, you uh, seen it. You, you fucking heard him. You saw that man in his vulnerability. Like you saw that man vulnerable, yeah. pleading, like, yeah. you know, facing everything he missed in life. He, he learned that lesson right before he went, man. You know, and all the money crazy. in the world ain't shit when it comes to that. Yeah, and I'm telling you right now, if that if that fucking guy couldn't put himself in a, in, a, in a in a robot, I don't think any of us should be thinking about. Oh well, when I, I as I get richer or as I get older, I won't need to worry about focus on take care of yourself, you know. But I'm all about misbehaving too. You gotta like I'm not out here preaching uh, how to live or how not. It just it's it's balance, right? Like you gotta understand, you reap what you sow, and like you it's I'm actually glad you knew what you kind of could understand what was why it happened for instance even with my injury i know why it happened i could have avoided it or i know i know how to treat it 
for those out there that are dealing with something chronic, God forbid the scary seas and all that shit, my heart thumps for them because I, you, you, there you go, you know what I mean? Like how, they'll, that's why I envy, like my, the true rock stars and heroes to me are the, are the kids and or adults that are dealing with something chronic and go outside and put a smile on their face. Like I need to know, like for instance, you know you're gonna get better, right? You're gonna have your surgery tomorrow, you're gonna get better, we're going to pray that you're going to get better. You're going to keep a positive mindset and you're going to heal and you're going to be back in action. Imagine if they're saying right now, like, we don't know, man, we're just going to open you up. We don't know what's going to, you're like, and then you got to still, and there's hundreds of thousands of people, not millions that are living that way. Those mm -hmm. are the heroes to me. Yeah. Like, how the fuck do you go about? And you know, what's crazy. Then it boils down to such a simplistic level. We're all actually in that boat. We all are. We all are, man. And that's, we all are. And when you get to that point, Vinny, like when, when the doctors looked at me, when, when I woke up and the, my, my ID doctor looked at me and he's like, you're not going to live. And he, my, that was my ID. He's like, you're not going to live. And I looked at him. I'm like, I just spoke with my hepatologist and she said, I'm doing okay. I'm like, how about I call her back in here and you two can have a conversation in front of me about what the right. fuck's going on. And I did, and, and, and she came back, and he's like, just so you know, you're going to need like six months before you, can even, before you can even apply for a liver, dog. He's like, six months clean before you can apply for one. And he's like, your liver's shot. He's like, your, li your liver is shot. And did you end up needing a new liver? No. Um, no. Um, but their determinations were that my liver was going to fail, um, and that hopefully I lived long enough. Uh, for the six months that I could make it to the transplant list and get a liver. But right. um, even with that being said, I think all of us, when you hear that you, when you hear somebody tell you your fate, you have a choice to accept that as, you know, that that person is determining your fate or do you determine your own fucking fate? And right. you're in control of your own world, man. Like when the doctors told me that, I looked at the guy and I'm like, how can you tell me I'm going to die when I feel more alive than I ever have? I'm like, this just doesn't make sense. Like, I can't die. I, I couldn't die if I tried. And I did, my mans. And I'm like, I'm here. And when I realized that, and I had come back later and, and my liver doctor told me, like, Mike, do not drink. You, you're like looking for, if you didn't cross paths once, you're, you're fucking stupid if you go do it again. And I still looked at her and I'm like, I'm so sorry, but I got to go have a good time. Like, I, there's something in me that I've been locked down for 10 years. I haven't fucking went out with a girl in 10 years. I haven't touched fresh pussy. I don't know what it's like to be fucking complimented by a woman. And of course, what am I going to be in a social setting of people drinking? So I'm going to have to deal with this. So I accepted that when I made the decision to have a drink after, like, if you die, you die, man. But so like right now, when you're, when you're back to normal, you'll have a cocktail or right, right now, the la I haven't had a drink in over close to three months, but okay. I have these runs where I'm comfortable, right? Like I don't go looking for contrast or looking for shit at a bar. I'll go two or three months and I'm like, okay, I'm good. I don't want to drink. I don't want to be at a bar. I don't even want to be at a restaurant where people are going to be having sangria. But then I'll have my moments after a couple of months and be like, okay, I want to go sit down at a nice restaurant and have a cocktail. 
or I want to go sit and do this. And I'm able to, right? But without a doubt, like any time that I go do that, it's always like a roller coaster ride in my head of all my emotions, everything I right. went through. And it doesn't last very long. Now, is that like something I'm going to always gamble with? I, I, I don't know. To me, I don't look at what I went through. And I, this is my opinion. I don't want anybody else to take this shit, you know, to their own life. This is how I look at my life. What I went through, the core of my issues were not at alcohol. The core of my issues were at my mental health and, and the stability of where I was right. mentally. And I was using alcohol to numb my feelings. And I figured out later that if I could consistently work on my mental health, and I can consistently keep my head good. I don't think there's really anything that could fucking drag me down because I'm literally aware of every single thing. And if something does happen, I made a very conscious choice to take that step forward myself. There's no trickery going on here. The accountability would be I decided to do that. Right. Um, and, I'm, and I'm comfortable with me being like the key holder, the master in that decision. Like I am you know, um, the person who will make that determination. And in my life, I do not want to shorten. I don't want to shorten the fucking, the sensory of any experience by putting a limit on it to myself. I don't right. want to walk into any room to say, Mike can't do this. I walk into a room, I'll do what the fuck I want to do. That's it. You don't like it, get the fuck out of my way. Now, hopefully I don't want to do anything that fucked up. And that's the kind of place I'm trying to stay at is in a place where I'm mentally okay that I'm not looking to do all this crazy wild shit like I used to do. Um, right. I don't, I don't find the happiness in that anymore. I find my happiness and clarity now, like really understanding what's going on is like, right. Is, is the high for me. You know, like I go out now, I have a fucking drink or I'll have two drinks and I start feeling tipsy. I start looking at everybody like, fuck, I'm not enjoying myself. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm starting to miss the jokes. I'm starting to miss the vibes. I'm starting to miss vibes that are coming at me from other women or whatever it might be. It's like, now everything's confusing and I don't like this shit. I like to be focused and know what's going on. Right. But, but that's only because I'm comfortable in my own skin now. It took fucking 36 years for me to get comfortable in my own skin. And I don't have to hide myself behind alcohol anymore. And most people don't know. And you would know, you know, Chenzo, like there's one thing about you, dog. You've, I've never seen you in my entire life have to hide behind something to show yourself. I've never seen you have to do that. You've always presented yourself, your confident self to your best capability without needing something as a crutch to give yourself, you know? And that was through high school. Now, like, that's like been you, man. Like you're, you're you. And that's inspiring to me. You're, you're, you're you and yourself. You're comfortable in yourself. Most people aren't. Most people, you know, what, whatever it is, either they're knocking back some shit in the morning or caffeine. It's like literally a, something to stimulate themselves right. all day to be this other version of themselves that they're not. And to me, this was like the biggest ticket was like me being able to find myself where I think like, like to you, like you're there in that, you know, like we all have like our different, different things. Like I, before my experience, I would have envied you. 
I would have been like, he can be out. He's, he's on camera. He's not drunk. He's making jokes. He's making people laugh. He's funny as hell. He's got this charisma. He's glowing. And without one drink, I wouldn't even have the confidence to speak to you without drinking. You know, and, and that's a sad thing that that's like where I burrowed up in. But when you find yourself like that, like where I'm at now, it's like, I'm just comfortable with me, man. You know, it's like, and, and I try to live day to day to where I don't make any more skeletons. I don't need any more right, of that right, shit. Right. Like I, I try to live right within my morals because to me, that whole alcohol almost dying experience was like a, a slate clean. Like fucking, this is your chance. My man, apologize to the people you need to apologize to. Right. Forgive the people you need to forgive and fucking do the right thing. This is it. Like you, you fuck it up this time, you know, go to fuck wherever you belong. And that's how I feel about myself. And if I was to walk outside, man, and find a million dollars cash, I promise you I wouldn't keep it. I'd bring it to somebody because that's just where I'm at today. Like, right. I'm, I'm not like that no more. I, I want to be able to sleep looking at myself or, you know, being with myself. Like, to me, the right thing is, is so important nowadays. Well, as you go, it goes back to, well, by the way, I fucking love you and thank you for the love. And I appreciate that. And it's, it's by consequence of doing the right thing when no one's looking. Right. It really is. I, like I said, though, those that give me those types of compliments and I've gotten tons of them and it continues to get more and more and more. It's they wouldn't mean shit to me if I didn't if I didn't believe it in That's myself. Right. And yep. it's taken me a lifetime to get to a position of Matt Robinson would always say to me, when are you going to stamp yourself successful? And I hated when he would say that. Because it wasn't just monetarily, it was, I was a miserable fuck. I needed the next customer. I needed a better day off. I needed a bigger car. I needed a, I needed a hotter broad, the whole thing. Right? Like it's, 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 I wish I was a little bit taller. I wish I was a baller, wish I had a right. whole, like, and we all we're programmed that way. We're, we're high fructose corn syrup way of living. And I'm telling you, your words are well received because I do fucking, I relish in my success. I, I, I fucking sip on it every day and I sit back and I go, this is your now. This is, you are fucking sexy. You're successful. You're killing it. And I don't say oh, this, yeah. in the, I don't say this in real life. This is the behind the scenes show. Yeah. People that are taking a moment to listen this, that, and the other you're getting, this is how I would talk to him, Michael if him and I were having a fucking cocktail in the goddamn top of the trailer right now. Because it, it's, it's, but when you go out in the real world, look, I've learned this too. Those that I fucking look at with envy now are quiet. They smell a little bit. They're weathered. And you're like, what the fuck is this guy yeah. got yeah. going on here? I can be in the most exclusive, lucrative environment, right? Private VIP area, and everyone in there looking. All, and I ain't against looking all good. I got to look. You want to look good? Do your thing. I'm all. But there's something to be said about a motherfucker that looks like me in the corner. And I'm like, what the fuck you got going on over there? This guy's in his goddamn fucking pajamas and a VIP. And and 
no one's fucking with me. Right. And, I, and there's this, and there's this, like, those that fly in pajamas are smart people. Those that fly in a suit got something to prove, right? Who the hey, fuck yeah. are you trying to impress? If you paid the same ticket to fly in first class that I did, they ain't, you're not standby anymore. You can wear what you want to wear. You right. know, it's a fucking four hour, four hour to eight hour flight, and you're not in your pajamas. Who the fuck? Did, unless you're trying to get abroad, maybe. But even uh, then, you'd be surprised how many women like a comfortable looking guy. Yep. Be comfortable, and and I'm telling you, your words are well received only because it's taken me forever to fucking slow the fuck down, and to look. I equate some of these things. I love talking in parables and analogies because it's. I wasn't a good scholastic learner and I always need to fucking think about how did this make sense to the real world? Look, if you're not politely uncomfortable every day either, like if you're, if like I like to make life and relationships like swimming in the ocean, right? You don't know where the fuck you, if you, if you get cocky, comfortable or overly cocky, like, I got this, you're dead. You're hitting yep. your head on the bottom of the sand, happen at all of us. Yep. You think you got this, the current's got you more. You think, you think you, you think you got it in you to make it out. You don't, you don't. She will always win. She's bigger. She's stronger. She's sexy. She fucking consumes you. Yep. And you should be comfortable about, I'm only going to go this far today. I'm going to keep it safe. And I'm going to, and I like to be, I like to be just subtly uncomfortable to where I don't want the same, get yourself out of your comfort zone, but don't get complacent and but relish in that confidence. If you get good at swimming, and get good swimming, ride some waves. But when the waves get really big, get the fuck out. Uh, Don't try to hang with the motherfuckers that have been out there. I, I, being a swimmer and not a surfer, I see it every day. Yeah. Go out there and you see that guy. <laughs> and he's got the coolest this, the coolest that, this, that, uh, and the other. And he's out there. And next thing you know, guys like me fucking saving these people. Right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Too big. And it's okay because we all want to. we all want to be... The, we all want to be out there, but know, know your depth, right? Like, I don't even know what the fuck I'm saying. I haven't even said some of these analogies before, but yeah, I but hope what you, it, yo, it's, what you just said is perfect, man. Perfect. Well, it makes I even sense com- to me. I, I, even, I, even, I even compare it to, you, you compare this analogy to my, my situation and the way that I handle alcohol now, you know? I don't go surfing in the waves. I don't go out there. I fucking mm-hmm. stay nice and tucked in. I'll get in the water, but I'm not out there. I know my fucking depth. I know, I know where right. not to go. I don't get complacent because I know where shit, where shit will go with alcohol with me, you know? And that yeah. was a perfect, perfect, perfect analogy, man. Even the lawn mowing one before was fucking great. Because that, 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 that explained my whole fucking relationship with the mother of my kids. It was literally that, you know? The things, the seeds that I was planting or lack of the grass that I wasn't cutting that I was going to go look for something special in when I needed it. You know, I was setting myself up for failure in all, all reality right. in, in that whole relationship um, with my ego and everything else I had going on. You know, thinking I was some big, big shot that had everything figured out, all the money right. in the world and took care of my family and nobody could fuck with me. Was right. when I was at my weakest. Mm-hmm. I was at my weakest when I really thought that. In the forefront, I thought I was my strongest, but I was, right. I was at my weakest. And um, I'll never go back to that person again, man. Like, I'll never no. be that horrible, ugly person that I, that I was because I, I very much became detached from everything that really mattered. Right. You know? All the, you're all right. The, 
all the real shit that 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 really fucking matters and it's I like, you ever heard I like, huh? you ever heard the like you've seen some of these memes and shit online and it's just like one day you put your bike down and it was the last time you put your bike down your bicycle as a kid or like the, the one time you came home from that one sleepover you never saw that but you never fucking slept out ever again never like slept that out again. like that shit hits me hard because i i think we're all guilty as adults that we take life so serious you know and you have people one of the things i talk about a lot in my in my private life is I, I'm not out here to fucking try to change the world either. I focus on the six inches in front of my face, but the scholastic system that we, we raise our kids in, right? Like we, we eight, 20 years of our life, basically we mm-hmm. go to fucking school. We get three months off in a row. Where the fuck, what job you work and you get three months off in a row in the United States of America. Unless you're selling, right. Right. <laughs> but even that, <laughs> the teachers got to They got to work. They got to work. <laughs> they got to work. All right. So my yeah. point is, you get you take a guy like me that what what child doesn't look forward to summer and look all those kids out there that we grew up with that's about oh i like school i don't want that's great i didn't hang out with those kids too much i didn't get it i don't understand it and i ain't nothing against scholastic achievement god bless you but i didn't want to be at school but my point is you grow up go to school you get three months off in a row if not a little less a little more and then you go and then for 18 years ish give or take and then all of a sudden you go to adulting you'd be fucking lucky they get two days off in a row, right? If, right? if that, God forbid, you get a weekend. You get a weekend off. Woo. You mean you got the fucking weekend off? How the fuck you get the weekend off? Like, what dick you sucking that you got the weekend off? <laughs> and I think what ends up happening is we, we start taking life so serious because we have no, we, ha- we can't fucking play, right? You can't play. You can't have fun. You can't look. I said this the last time I was on a show, and I and I hate. Sometimes I get mad at myself because I've been like, "God damn, I'm saying the same shit." But you know what? It's fresh. It's on my mind, and that is, if you seem to be concluding a lot of conversations in your recreational or private life, not necessarily work. We're not in control of that. Not, not a lot of people are, and you got to do what you got to do to make your money. But if you're in your private life and you're in your recreational life, and you notice that you're in the monks conversations with people, and you ain't fucking cracking a smile, and you ain't laughing and you ain't peeing yourself every once in a while, what the fuck are you doing? You ain't living, man. You ain't living. You ain't living. Like, I don't understand, like, and that happens to all of us. I guarantee you we all can right now name groups of people or people individually, and you fucking, and I I ain't picking on those people that aren't happy, but, you you know, you know that guy that's fucking always yelling online, like, like, talk about, you ain't, he, he, he guest speaks. And then he's always, he's a dick. And one of the things he says, which is true, but he's an asshole about it. But he says, show me your friends and I'll show your future. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know and like, about. I'm all about, I'm all about cross-pollinating and hanging out with everybody. You talked with everyone growing up. I talked with everyone growing up. I don't dictate who I chill with, whether they're rich, poor, sexy or not. But I'm going to tell you something right now. Don't fucking complain to me about you got nails in your tire at this point in the game. Yeah. It's almost an old respect. No, no disrespect for all those out there that are still throwing weddings and things of that nature, but we're fucking 40 out there. If you're getting married, I politely don't give a fuck at this point. I'm happy for you. I really am. I'm happy for you, but I don't care. I'm probably not going to make it. I, you know what I mean? Like, I'm not trying to sound like a dick. I'm not, but that's that's that little Kanye in me. That's that yay in me. Like, I don't really, 
I don't, because I listen in all due respect, I don't dish out. You ain't ever going to get an invite from me for, for anything that's where, where we pass. It's like me saying, like, Michael, check out, uh, check out something like, I don't know, like, like, a, like look at a bicycle I bought. You'd be happy for me. Like, but, yeah, yeah. It's, a, but it's a bicycle. I am, you know, I got, we had bikes. It's a nice bike. I don't, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we, we're all, we're doing it. It's okay. <laughs> but, for, for real, man. And, 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 and to, to what you just said, the whole thing about losing play, like we start to forget to play. Dude, yeah. I, I, I remember the last two years, probably, you know, before me and the mother of my kids split up. Yo, Vinny, I was miserable, man. I did nothing. I, 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 I wouldn't step out. Like my play was having a drink and uh, sitting down and smoking a cigarette and complaining. That was, that was my play. You know, that's you just would drink. sit there and complain. Yeah, that was my play. You know, like I get out of work, I I fucking knock, you know, crack open a beer, sit outside, get on the phone with some buddies and start talking shit. Like that was my play was was just being miserable. And now, man, like that's all I make room for. Like dead ass. I get home from work. I'm at the fucking park with the dog. I force myself sometimes, even though I don't want to, I'll go get my rollerblades, you know, go rollerblade, go fucking, you start doing these things that you have no motivation to do, but you re-spark something when you go do, when like, you know, when you, we were a kid and this magic happens, man, that you start to feel free, you know, at least for mm -hmm. me, it did. It, it did. I, I um, think it's absolutely something. And once again, I don't, for those that ever listen to this or, or just join it on or whatever, they may think like, with who the fuck are you guys out there trying to preach? We're not. We're trying to practice. I'm telling you, practice, every single yo. time, get your fucking homework done, mow your lawns, do don't don't drive your fucking mom's car out on a date and tell tell your date you fucking do you yolo shit, fucking yep. play like play, just play, play and man. settle it down. And that's why I watch those fucking Mozambique shit, man. I love to see what non first world problems have to deal with, right. and. It's different. I just think it keeps you, I don't know, man. And also, too, I was telling this to a guy I had a, a podcast with lately. He was 28 years old, and I could fire in him, you know? The, 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 the energy and, the, and the, the young and full of cum factor, right? Yep, yep. And, bro, I'll tell you something right now. Being independent for the last 20-plus years now, not having a W-2 and having to think and having to cultivate and having to be in – being like an a, imagination and having to mm -hmm. fucking go, go, go. But I'm going to tell you something right now. For those that are out there trying to become something, do it fucking as young as you possibly can. Yeah. Like, because as, as I'm kissing 40, now don't get me wrong, I'll still fuck a wall. Thank God. I think that's one thing a lot of <laughs> our generation will do. We'll still, like, I, we're, ain't, we're ain't going to lose the, the umph of life. Like I'll, I'll fucking run, I'll run through an 18 year old right fucking now. Don't tell me, you know, I'll fucking get, I'll get you. But when it comes to the, the, the desire to want to do something futile, you're like, eh, I'm good on the, like I bought the Nintendo switch and it first came out. I always grew up. I think you kind of did too. We always had a fat who didn't grow up in the eighties, nineties and have a fascination towards the fucking Nintendos. Yeah. And as I got older, I got the Switch years ago because of Zelda. Like, I had to fucking play Zelda. But now, I almost, like, forced myself. I had, I, I literally just dusted it off. I hadn't even, I didn't even know where it was. I dusted it off. I turned it on. And I'm, like, trying to force myself to just enjoy it a little bit. It is hard because you, as, a, as an adult, you're like, this is such a fucking waste. And video games today are like, what the fuck? If you're not playing something online, 
the act a game game. I'm talking like a game. They're they're like this is fucking stupid. This isn't even yeah. it's just stupid. But I'm that that principle of letting go, right? Like you ever seen now that we just saw somebody else talk about this too on TikTok and shit. There's the thing up top, the person talking of the point, like, hey, everybody, you should not, you know, you should do X, Y, Z, boppity, boop, boop. And then on the bottom is like a fucking scene from GTA of just like a car driving. That's how fucking Stunad is becoming. That we can't even, we can't even, our brains, and we like it. You sit there and you watch the con, and it could be, it could be fucking Neil deGrasse Tyson on the top talking about how there's a new asteroid and the asteroid's going to be blown up by a spaceship because we're going to protect Earth. And we're watching it, but yet we're, we're looking at the fucking car doing a fucking backflip on GTA. Why? Because we're so fucking, we, need, we, we, can't, we can't stop. Go, 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 go. And now I'm correlating the consumption of content with the consumption of life, and it's not fucking important. It's, right. Life is not that serious. That's what I meant. Not important. It's important. It's not that serious. You don't got to get richer tomorrow, in my opinion. You don't got to do anything. You ain't got to do a goddamn thing tomorrow, actually. Yeah. Why don't you just chill? If you can, but that's that's the thing, Michael. Can you? Can you chill? If you want to, can you chill? And I think those are, we're all desperately looking for those 18-ish years that we spent where we had two or three months to spend time with friends, family, a fucking fish in a river. It could just be you. I mean, think about the summers that you just got to be free. And now take the fucking summer and amplify that why well, can't just chill and relax? That's that's if you find anything in me that's attractive or or uh, appealing, it's because I fucking chill. It took me forever. It took Matthew's death, right? And and that's the thing. What I hope for somebody else out there, not that I'm trying to change the world. I really don't give a mm-hmm. fuck anymore. I'll do me, and I'll still for those that know me, know me on a personal note, know that I do more for strangers than I do myself. That's just that's what also keeps me going. But yeah, I don't talk. You don't got to be posting and talking about that shit more than relax, you know. But it's 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 so fleeting, Michael. Look at like you said, our mortality and our health. It's it's not going this way, you know. I think the mindset can. I do believe. I believe in the whole Bruce Lee effect. Like keep your you know stay positive. Like you'll heal faster if you stay that way and this that. But we're not getting younger. I mean, you could try to deny, live in denial and be like, well, I'm gonna. I'm going to put an avatar into a fucking alien body with fucking yeah. Elon Musk. Then God bless you. Do what you got to do. Yeah. I, I'm ready to, I'll be ready to go out when I'm ready to go out. Like, I don't think I want to be here forever either. You know, like yeah. I don't, I don't know, but I really love you. And I'm so proud of you because I, once again, I mean this and I've said it a hundred times already today, but I'm not fucking around. You, I really couldn't be in your position right now. I would not be on the thing. I wouldn't be, I would be crying. I mean this. I don't care how strong you think I am. I'm not kidding you. I, uh, there's, People right now, I fucking call on three-way and say, what would I do if I was in a hospital bed right now? They'd be like, oh, you'd, you'd be in a self-induced coma. They would have to put me, I'm proud of you. It takes, you, you ever, I, I joke with people about when I try to give them advice when they call me and they say, what should I do? What should I do? They say, how many times did you blink today? I'll say that sometimes to people. They go, what the fuck are you talking about? I go, how many times did you blink today? And what I'm trying to do is inadvertently illustrate to them that it's an involuntary movement, Right. But what if I told you that I have a customer in fucking Mozambique that will pay $97,000 for every time you blink? You'd be like, I'm fucking done. I'm good. I'm rich. Well, how do I get in my blinks? I'd be like, you got to get in. My point is what you do involuntary 
is somebody else's eureka moment, somebody else's. And what you're doing right now by this consequence of you thinking, I'm in this hospital bed, it's not a big deal, I'll be. To me, it's fucking huge. And I'm proud, it's not normal. Oh, it's not, that's thank not you, a, brother. That's, that's a, that's, to you it's involuntary because you've, pro, you've positioned yourself that way. But I envy that strength more than if you did tell me, yo, yesterday I fucking not only knocked up Jennifer Aniston, but I also, <laughs> actually no, I knocked up Jennifer Aniston, so now I'm rich and I'm, and I'm with Jennifer Aniston. I'd be like, that's pretty cool. But you being in that hospital bed right now with a, with a pending surgery on the fucking horizon, Michael, you are, that is some, that's some Michael Jordan fucking mindset. It ain't uh, easy. And it's sexy as a motherfucker. <laughs> Thank you, bro. I appreciate it. I don't man. need I don't need names, but what's going on right now in the woman department you got like you got a, you got anything in the crosshairs? Like a crushy <laughs> crush? Like or are you not um, at liberty to say because it's <laughs> I, I don't yeah, know. A, cr- a, cr- a crushy crush, you know, but yeah, um, I could. like you know yo and and thank you for what you're saying, Vinny. It means a lot, man. It, oh, it, it does all facts um, it's just facts baby you know i love you with um this i love you too brother and with, with with this i i feel i feel like i'm not i'm not really looking um like uh i'm i'm very zoomed out you know i'm not zoomed in on really anything right now except myself and my kids um they're probably the only things that i'm zoomed in but yeah, crushy crush, yeah, but no, I don't know, Vinny, like, I, I, I feel like the things that I'm doing, the shit that I'm doing on social media, it's going to be very hard to find a woman to fucking put up with. That's number one, you know, you know, like, putting your whole life out there, and women, like, I don't think any people, men and women, even with, with it being a woman in the uh, opposite side, putting all your shit out there and being on your phone 60% of your day is a lot for people to fucking handle. And then I got kids and then I got a job and I got this focus on myself. I got a dog, you know, but I'm hoping that, um, you know, I'm, ha- I'm having my fun. <clears throat> you know, I'm having my, my fun since I got out of my, my last relationship. But the fun, the fun ain't like the fun when we were younger, you know, like I know we have, uh, I'm, I, I, the fun is like looking for good conversation like me and you are having. You know, that's the kind of fucking shit I want, you know, looking for someone that I could sit and talk to the way me and you are. That's a fucking amazing time to me. And um, it's, it's hard to find. It's hard. It's hard to find. Um, and I think I think they're there, though, Michael. Here's um, what I've noticed. I, I just spent like two months on the road and I'm so thankful, bro, that like I, you could put me anywhere and I got people that are like telling me shit i swear sometimes i feel like it's matt robinson fucking tapping into these mo- remember the agent matrix everyone turned into the fucking agent yeah they yeah, all yeah, say yeah, the yeah. same thing to me man they all fucking are like i could be at an airport fucking bar and they i got people like don't know where where are you going where do you do and i'm like i gotta i gotta uh, i gotta go you know what it is it's it's actually caring what someone's got to say i really do i've missed I'll, I'll miss my next, not appointment, not meeting. I'm talking about recreational shit. I'll, I kind of did it to you today. I was a little late. Not a little, it was a lot of late today because 
I had people like, yo, no, just give me one more minute. I will, I'll miss my fucking, the other day, this sounds so fucking ludicrous and so juvenile, but Champions Leagues was on on Wednesday. I was going out to watch it. I had a phone call at 2.30 that I shouldn't have taken, but the person needed some love. It wasn't a customer. And next thing you know, I'm on the phone until 3.30. I missed the whole first fucking half. I'll sacrifice my good time for somebody else's story. And that's not normal. And I'm not out here preaching for those that maybe can't or don't find value in that. There's a lot of people that are like, you fucking wasted half hour of your day, an hour of your day. Do it all the fucking time. And you know what happens? Every single time I seem to listen to someone that may not be important on, on paper, you know, like, who the fuck are you? Why are you doing that? It's like it's like it's, a, it's like it's like if I can find a hundred dollar bill on the ground when I walk away, not literally because yeah. it's right, not right, about right. money. But you almost right. like something happens and you go, "Oh shit, I'm so glad I," you know. And yep. I look at the and I, it sounds so fucking ticky tacky, but nail in the tire. I don't have my bicicleta now. It's beautiful out. I go, you know what? Maybe it was something going on and I'm not supposed to be on it. I don't 100%, know. So 100%. I'm not gonna, I'm just going to take it as is. First world problems, I'm okay. I'm not going to let it rob my peace because it's so, it's so fragile, right? Like it's so fucking fragile. One phone call, one fucking accident. I don't care who you are. And you're going to find out real quick who you, who you are. Yep. You're going to find out real fucking quick. And I think most people know this. But then they forget, they forget because the because of the they didn't mow the lawn again, and you can't. Right. It's you're only as good as your last twenty four. You got to do it again, and that's that's I think the hardest thing. Look, I, we we all can we all can be in better shape. We all could be we all could have a little bit of a bank account. We all could be, but at the end of the day, when are you going to stamp yourself successful? Right, not you per se, but those out there that are waiting for the next job, waiting for the better of this. Or waiting for tomorrow because tomorrow they'll do the push-ups. Just fucking do them. That's just right. do it. And what I've noticed is that when you just try a little bit, the next thing you know, it's all psychological, neurotic, uh, neurological. Just fucking do a little bit and 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 enjoy, enjoy the random fucking shitty chat and slow the fuck down. It really is really what it is. But that's what it's all about. That's why I love you. That's why this was so important to us. A lot of people would have been like, "What the fuck are you? Who cares? Like, what did you guys talk about?" I have no fucking clue. By the way, before I forget, I have to blow her up. So I get a text. You ready for this? I'm ready. I'm just going to read it, who it is, and you're not going to guess it because it's been too long. Oh my and there's God, too many the to probably. I get a text. Tell me how I had the biggest crush on Mike. LOL, or LOL, I shouldn't say LOL. Uh, enjoyed listening to you too. And then I said, can I tell, can I tell him that, please? We are still alive. This is a you all know who it is? Who, who is it? Who is Aaron it? Aaron Walker. Aaron Walker. Do you remember? She said, she goes, I not, do. She goes, I remember Aaron. She goes, ha, ha, he'll be like, who? And I remember she's like, Aaron. I'll get back on. I remember Aaron. Yes, I do. She's got like dirty blonde hair. I remember her. Yeah. She, I, strawberry blonde hair. I, I follow her. Yep. I follow her. She follows me too. I she's, remember uh, She's in town. I don't see her that that much, but I keep it real. We keep in, we keep in touch. Like I would be able to tell you. Like she's all right, she's good, she's living in town, and it's it's good to hear and bump into her. She's a sweetheart, but I thought that was adorable. I don't even that's see, awesome. I don't see who's on or not. I don't know if it's because I'm just a guest, but I don't know. But yeah, she said, uh, but she let, said yeah, they were coming on. Okay, 
So what we can do now, right? Like you're going to be able to save this and then you can, you're probably going to need to upload it in some kind of fucking cloud, like a Dropbox or something. Cause this is going to be a probably big file. Yeah, I got, I, I, I got, I got my cloud, bro. I got like 70,000 videos on my phone, bro. I, I have, I have okay. endless, uh, what, what I'll do is I'll, I'll download it and um, probably email it to you is probably the best, right? It, uh, no, you can, you're not going no? to email it. That's what I'm saying. You got to invite me to like a oh to the, a link the, where you you to to, to pull yeah. the link up yourself. We'll figure yep. it out. We'll, we'll figure it out. our boomer ass that fucking TikTok thing. Golly, yo, I guess yo. I'm not cool enough, bro. <laughs> I'm not TikTok yo, fame yet. It, 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 TikTok and it's it, all the apps are kind of fucking bullshit, man. You know, you gotta like it's 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 working yeah. with these stupid fucking algorithms and and the bullshit that uh, is is within it. Let me, let me ask you something real quick, Chenzo, before yeah. we do anything. Cause one thing I feel like I relate to you on big time is, uh, is, is with, with Chewy, right? Like Matt, I, I had a very close person to me that was like Matt to you, you know, um, my cousin Mark was, was, was like my brother, man. I, there was no part of my life I ever envisioned that didn't have him in the picture. Like no yeah, yeah, yeah. fucking part. Yep, I know what you mean. I'm talking about, me, me, me getting married. He was in the picture. Mm -hmm. He'd be over. He'd be over my house every day with my family in my head. Right. Um, every aspect. The only place I'd be without him would be in bed with my future wife or in the bathroom when I'm taking a shit. And, and even then, was, he'd want to. He'd want to see. He, I know. Yeah, and he, <laughs> yeah. You know, and it's like that's how me and my cousin were, and it was the 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 hardest fucking thing to lose the life. When did I you lose? How old was he? I lost him in, in 2006 in a drunk driving accident. Um, he was... No, uh, how old were you? I'm not good. Um, I Man. was 12 years ago. I was like 20... I was 20, 25, around that yeah, age. We, about the same thing. We've not, I was about 28, but still, you're still like... You're not really thinking your homie's going to die. No. Not a doubt. You know, out of go ahead. I didn't, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. Yeah, fucking accident, you know, and it was like my my whole life got thrown off. It was like I had this vision, uh, the 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 most important person in my life at that time, you know, was was him. Like I I'm sure Matt was to you. We have our parents, we have our things, but we have right. this focal point of someone who's uh, officially on the front line of our lives, like Matt was to you and my cousin. Like, how hard was that for you, man? Because you. We started this conversation, and the way you talk about him is the way I speak about my cousin. Like, he's, he's such a fluid part of your life that you even speak of him through your, your natural conversations, your, your natural analogies. Like, he just, he just, his voice comes through you, whether you're trying oh, or not. And, and I find that so beautiful. Like, I feel like my cousin's like that with me, but that's probably one of the hardest things I still face today, even more so than I went through drinking. It's not having them here, man. You know, it's like uh, I've accepted it. I've I've forgiven the universe for taking them. Right. I've forgiven God for taking them, and I I accept all parts of it. But fuck, there's a selfish part of me that's like life would have been so much fucking better without with him. I I fucking empathize with you on that, man. And I it it's a it's it was the first. It was the first real fucking, like this was not supposed to happen kind of thing. Like, what the fuck? And we were, yeah, I mean, the story goes on and on, but that, that was, uh, look, I mean, I think it's like, I still, I still keep in touch with his mom to some degree. 
uh, Mama Robinson and his brother, John, John, which, mm-hmm. and let me tell you something, it shadows my pain. Not that, not that this is about like who's pain, but what they go you know, what she has to go through it being a, I mean, we all heard the same, but I can't imagine what it's like to bury your own children. I can't no fucking clue. And it's one of those things that I wish they teach you when you're younger. Now, I joke around with some of the people that I know now that are younger and I don't fuck with them too much where I'm like, life's going to suck. You know, like you got those guys out there too, that are like, wait till you break a leg first time. Yeah. I remember when I got my first motorcycle when I was like 18, and every fucking person was like, go down yet. And I'm like, go fuck yourself. Like, <laughs> I don't need to hear that shit. So I'm not that yeah. guy. But what I do wish there was more of is the, and it's there now for the younger, the, the, the new younger gen, because now you all you got to do is fucking type, type something in. You'll fucking see it if you want to see it. But when we were growing up, society didn't tell you that from, you know, 20 to 30, you're going to experience death, divorce, miscarriages. And once again, not that life is all about the blood, guts and gore, but it is too. Like there's a part of that. And I feel like we in society and that we're see now like the newer gen, younger kids, they're sick of the gloss. Like they don't want the glossy overproduced. That's why most big conglomerates and manufacturers now are not hiring the fucking Kim Kardashians anymore. They are hiring influencers. They want, they want the cup to actually serve a utility. You know, I don't even know if anyone can see anything. I hope not. I'm like, I still look fucking naked. I don't know. Um, but they want they want it to serve. You think about some of the best TikTok ads that we see. They're they're people that are yes getting paid, but it's like it serves the utility. They're talking about something that actually works for them, whether product, yeah. service, and or persona. And what's what I've noticed is that it, it's it it's it's just about the real like that death. Like no one fucking told me. And I guess it's I guess some people have dealt with it way younger than us. Maybe had an experience with it before us. But to, to grow up and not be, you know, it's, it's just real shit. And it's, and it's a massive part of life. And that is, and that's another thing that keeps me so alive is no one fucking, A, no one cares. And B, it's all gonna, we're gonna die in the next 500 years. No one's gonna fucking know who you were anyways. And I say 500 rather liberally. I give it 100 years. And when you're immediate, unless you, unless you are, a supernova effect. You're an Elon Musk, this, that, and the other, and you're changing history. God bless those people. And maybe right. that still would happen to a guy like you and I. I don't know. It's not a dream of mine. Do I, I want to change my life and I want to change those around me, but I don't need to be, I, I don't plan on going to Mars at this point. Right. I'm okay with that. But if you're going to, if you're going to be a normal generic human being, which is no shame in that, then just fucking enjoy Cause it's going to go by like this. And you know, what's crazy too, Michael, it took me, I'm just, just starting to tap tap on this fucking situation. And that is really, really not giving a fuck. Really. And we've heard it said since we were kids, it's in every movie, it's in every book, it's on every fucking t-shirt we read. Not don't, I don't give a fuck. Well, let me tell you something. When you really don't give a fuck, you lose you. It's scary. You, it is when scary. You start, it's scary. <laughs> It's scary. <laughs> and I'm not talking about not giving a fuck about your health and this, but like yeah. when you stop really caring what people think, you know, like when I started really wearing girl shorts every day, every day, not inside, every yeah. day out. 
and for every time I've been called a fucking you know what, or this and that, let me tell you something. When you when you get and this is such a dumb example of being said like I don't give a fuck, but do what you want to fucking do, do it. On, not on the coattails of somebody else's health, finances. And I'm not talking about, well, I want to go out and fucking shoot up a school. Go fuck yourself. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about, you want to wear some girl shorts? Wear the goddamn fucking girl shorts. Go out there, that's wear it. some girl shorts, and wear the same. Look, you go on my podcast, this is the first time I even wore a shirt that's not the shirt I wear every day because I literally only have, like, those shirts. I ain't trying to prove anything. I ain't trying to brag. It's just what's been working for me. But you know how much fucking shit I get because of that? I don't give a fuck. Don't give a I fuck. I don't care. Guess what? Don't you feel give sexy, a fuck. right? You feel sexy, I right? I feel good. You feel good? It's simple. You feel good? It's simple? Come on, man. Yo, the other day, the other day, I posted up, and this is funny, I'm going to throw it. The other day, I posted up a picture with a shirt off, and my fucking dick was hanging out, right? My dick was hanging out. And 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 some people were like, hey, like, what the fuck? Why, why, why do that? What do you mean, why? What do you mean, why? One- I enjoy it. I enjoy my body. I enjoy where I got it to from where it was. Yeah. I was almost 300 fucking pounds. That's number one. Yeah. Number, no, number two, me enjoying my body allows me to really present my best self to you. Yeah. Let me tell you, like, my, my, my confident self, my happy self, and I should have a right to express myself. You don't like it, look the fuck away. Like, it's fucking simple here. I'm not hurting nobody. I'm not fucking doing nothing. Um. And in this, in the same sense, the way I where dress, did you post? You know, how did it get past? I still think I'm posting it, a video tonight. I swear, I think my brajol's coming out. I'm a little nervous, dude, but I don't put care. Put your fucking brajol. Oh, I already, I, yeah, I, I already, I already fucking. It's coming I, out I, tonight. I posted it on my story, right? And the funny thing was, as as much like right right away, I started getting comments from people like, "Yo, that was purposeful. 100. percent You your your dick uh, was hanging on purpose." Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and I'm like, listen, look, it's fucking, people were telling me like, yo, it's gray pants, it's gray sweatpants season. Like nobody's wearing boxers, dicks are hanging out, shit's coming out. And it's the same thing with just how, how I dress. Like right. I go out, Vinny, I'm like this. I'm like the way I was in fucking I, I know, I love year, bro. I'm fucking I running around. Like I, I sit in my, in myself being comfortable with myself to where I'm not disrespecting anybody. And if you don't like right. it. You know, don't like, I've had people tell me, yo, Mike, your social media, you're stuck in the fucking 90s. You look like some fucking bootleg new kid on the block that's stuck in the fucking 90s. And I start laughing, bro. Like, yo, give it to me. I love it because in all reality, that's how I fucking feel. And I know I'm not in the 90s. I'm not stuck. I'm not stuck in the 90s, but I do transcend that fucking energy because that's where where I grew up. And it's a happy energy. It's a fucking good energy. And as long as people are fucking smiling man and and and, right. and their their intentions are living their best life i don't give a fuck what you're doing bro i'll high five you you got fucking nipple clamps on bro i'll try them on too let's fucking roll baby let's fucking bro, have a good I'm, time. I, but that's that's <laughs> see you get what you put out so when i was on the road for the last two months i was in some pretty gay spots like they were all they're more gay people than they were <laughs> straight people bro i fucking was having a blast Fuck because right. let me tell you something they are all the best versions of themselves, bro. People that are in the gay community, bro, they are fucking, they, they are. are so comfortable with doing them. And it's they like, are. good for, I I felt yep. good about them being like, Hell oh, yeah. you want to fucking do this? Hell is yeah. There's no questions asked. Hell Who's, yeah. It's inspiring. You? It's inspiring it's to fucking, fucking see. Look, it's I'm going to tell you something right great. now. I never even said this before, but this is some new shit. 
if you're out there and you ain't comfortable with who you are, which don't get me wrong, Michael, you and I both still have our woebegones. I'm not where I want to be here. I want to do this. I want to do that. Trust mm-hmm. me. That's why I'm, we're trying to become better, stronger. I get it. So I don't sit here and actually think like b- girls want to do me, boys want to be me. I don't actually fucking yeah. scream that outside. Okay. Yeah. In my inner child, my super saying level. Fuck. Yeah. That's how I feel. <laughs> fucking but right. I never, fucking right. That's right. Like I'll, but I'm never going to fucking actually like, I'll look at myself and find a hundred things in two minutes. And I'm like this, but I can't post this. This is horrible. You know, yeah. but I'm telling you, there's something to be said about go around people that are just confident and not condescending confident. That's the thing. You can't be out there fucking making th- th- those out there. I never, I never actually got along well with people like this to begin with. But you ever want to get stuck in the fucking face, not physically, but li- like lyrically with me, make fun of somebody that can't do something about what you make fun of them. It's worse enough you want to pick on somebody because they're not swimming well. Let's just use that analogy. Fine. Whatever. Make fun of someone because they got an issue, whether that be weight, this, that, and the other. First of all, that shit's coming back to you a hundred times, thousand mm-hmm. times. Have you ever see these motherfuckers that you grew up with now? And they used to make fun of people uh-huh. that were fat or make fun of people because of this. And <laughs> you go, I don't know if you noticed, but you look worse than what the fuck you were just making fun of. Uh-huh. And uh-huh. I've noticed too, if I have a chuckle, even a subtle fucking acquaintance chuckle, like he, he, ha, ha, with somebody that's making fun of somebody else, that shit, I look like that the next day anyways. I'm yep. like, see, I shouldn't, have, I shouldn't even, have, for the sake of the table, like, <laughs> hee hee, ha ha. Like, no, it's not fucking funny, man. I'm going to look like that if you keep making fun of me. And I think she looked good, too, so leave her alone. I, I'll go, and then I'm going to go holler at her now because you just said that she don't, hey, girl, I'm going to build you up. And look, I'm telling you, you get what you put out. And I've noticed that when you, it's about that, once again, it sounds so cliche but being comfortable and relaxing and just relishing in that success. That's why, that's why we probably miss our homies more than anything, because I don't, I didn't know your cousin, but I can, I guarantee you one of the common denominators were he probably was fucking comfortable who he was. I mean, name, I don't know one person to this day that says to me, like it still gets me a fucking warm inside. It gives me the, gives me the woozies when I hear chewy, the word chewy. I'm like, I don't know. I'm like fucking that. Like, there, name one person that was like, yeah, fuck him. Like, yeah. no. And there mm-hmm. is something to be said about the good die young. It's really trippy, right? Like, mm-hmm. especially under those circumstances, like Hell the yeah. Shannon Grinds, the Matt Robinsons, yep. the Matt Watersons, yep. the Matt Jefferson. Yep. I mean, dude, yep. the list goes on and on. We watch Yo, look people. at that fucking Matt Watterson, Matt Jefferson, Matt Hamer. Fucking, they go on oh, Matt there, bro. Hamer. Fucking Matt Hamer, bro. Matt Hamer, fucking... You know, remember him, bro? Fucking, I was at his house every day. I loved him, bro. Yeah, man. Shit was fucking, yo, the good dude die young, man. And that list of people that, that were named. And, and, and I'll tell you, there's something also to be said about, and I'm going to be real here because I've lived in a lot of places. Right in, in Flagler County, man. It's a lot of fucking great souls taken young, man. Yeah. Like, yeah. a lot, a lot. I, I, I went to five high schools, Vinny. I, I'd say yeah, that's crazy. A, 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 FPC was where I lost the most friends. You know, FPC till yeah, this day. Was is, is, it was, it's, it's weird. I mean, the whole, even the whole Shannon Grind story, that gets, you know, her sister Pat ended up passing away too, right? No. I At the same age. So she had a sister named, I think, Mackenzie and was almost a spitting image of Shannon. And for those that may be listening and this, that, and the other, and I know everyone says that about those that have departed, but like Shannon was like, not was she not the most beautiful girl like almost Shannon every was, man has ever seen? Sh- Sh- Shannon Grimes was the most beautiful woman till this day. I hold this memory of her. 
the way she looked as the, the most beautiful woman I'd ever saw. When I moved to Florida and I went right. to Indian trails and I saw her walk through the hallway, it was, she, mind -boggling. She, just, she was mind boggling, beautiful and mind boggling glowing that I never got to know Shannon. But when she passed, I cried and I, I saw all my friends. I saw all you guys. Dude, like, whole because community. You, the whole community the whole lost county. it. Whole county. Yeah. And, and she was, was the sweetest. She didn't make sense. She never made sense. She, she rode my bus, sense. man. She, she rode my bus in the C-section, and she was the most quiet, humble, beautiful yeah. woman I'd ever seen. She didn't we all ride the it. same bus? Didn't you, it was yeah, we did. yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. We picked yeah. up. We went from C to F. Scotty was on there. You were on there. Holy shit. We were on our The Rabies, San Filippo. San Filippo, everybody. Holy shit. Priscilla Lopez was on there. Priscilla Lopez, yep. Oh, my um, God, bro. The Winklers. The Amber Winkler, Winkler and Dara Winkler. <laughs> Holy shit, dude. Um, dude, that's... But that's that's some serious shit when you lose somebody that to that level and you're like, what the fuck? But see, I ain't gonna, I'm not gonna overinflate it. Like when Shannon passed away, it didn't hit. It was, it wasn't. It affected all of us, but it it didn't affect me the way that it probably hit Madeline and Janet yes. and the that whole crew because the whole crew. Dude, the end. She was in the car. I mean, the, I don't even want to talk about her. That that's yeah, yeah, yeah. like yeah, barbaric. The poor thing, but. Here we are, like when it hit, when it happens in your backyard, you know that shit was. I don't know, but I'm I'm proud of you too that you have to deal. I miss them every day. Um, there was a very dark period of time too where I was like cursing the universe and fuck this and like fuck it. Why am I even living for tomorrow? Let me let me fucking put a let me put a handle back too. Fuck it. I'll I'll just live. I'll just party out now. If, what am I waiting for? And there was that period where, and I was already independent then too. Meaning I didn't have to report to a job. And that shit was a slippery slope. It still is to this day. I mean, I can be everybody's Friday afternoon. And I have to really throttle myself that I'm like, right. hey, 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 I know you're off today. But I got to do some shit. You know, and it's Tuesday at noon. I try to now misbehave once a week or so. Wednesdays are my, my, my fucking day. I really like to play. And, and I, think those are, I think those are important, too. You know, don't, don't adult too much. Try to give yourself a day. Disappear. Have fun. Once again, not anybody else's expenses. Do your right. thing. If someone, if you owe someone a hug too, go hug somebody, you know, do what you got to do. But it's, uh, I try not to live too seriously. It's going to go by in fucking two seconds. And I've noticed this too, man. Have you seen a correlation with those that are just look good? And I'm not just talking about vanity wise, like vain. Oh, you look good. But I mean, those that seem to just look good are fucking happy. You know what I mean? Like one of the most beautiful people I see uh, a lot of, and because she's here, is Carla Klein. I don't know if you remember the Kleins growing up, C.G. Klein. This I remember, I, yep. Listen, Carla Klein is is like literally like, if you're having a bad day, she is the, she's just different. And I'm not saying she don't go through shit. We talk a lot. But she just seems to carry this like, I'm happy today. I'm gonna, I found happiness today. And she don't even tell you where she found it. It's her business. But she'll, you'll never hear her talking shit about anyone. You'll never hear her going like, ah, fuck this. It's pouring out. I haven't made a sale all day. Nothing. And those people seem to just be, like, attractive. And I, I know that there's something to be said about yelling and screaming in, this, in the privacy of your own four walls. I'm all about having, you know, like, I let a lot of shit out in my privacy. And that's okay, too. But if it becomes part of your character and your habit 
and your demeanor, like your compliments to me are so well received that every time you see me out, let's just call it in the matrix, you bet you're fucking right. I do. I put it on. I have right. to put it on Hell because yeah. I noticed that being someone who's scared that I won't succeed, that I don't, I can't fucking jeopardize taking somebody today and being in the line to get a fucking sub at Publix and the lines out the door. And I say, what the fuck? Even though I want to, because the line ain't moving because the one lady had over three, 30 fucking subs. Like, but I go, you know what? Today's not a day to get the sub. If I'm going to have an attitude, go get, go get the fuck out. And don't ruin anybody else's experience either. That's you know, right. it's, one of the hardest things I had to deal with Michael growing up was living beachside. It's seeing people basically ruin the fucking coast, you know, like whether it's throwing shit on the ground, fucking doing shit, especially hurting wildlife. If I see that, I lose my fucking mind. I remember one day I was about to fucking kill somebody. And I remember, like, I don't want to say I heard God, okay? I don't like hear, like, but like, I felt God say to me, like, it's their earth too. Now, listen, you see someone getting hurt or like actually hurting. In this case, it wasn't hurting wildlife. It was just fucking some shit up. And I remember going, like, I had already been getting fucking, that was that old guy now on the beat, like, why are you fucking doing this? Yeah, yeah, shit. Yeah. And I said, you know what? It's their earth, too. You want to fuck it up? Fuck it up. Ain't going to fuck me up anymore. I'm not going to save the whales. If I see one suffering, maybe I help out. But it's about how much you're going to lose your sleep for. How much peace you're going to lose for shit that's out of your control. Right now, there are people fucking up the beach. I'm not going to sit out there and monitor. It's going to kill me. That's right. you know, and no one yeah. asked me to do it either. So it's, it's, it's I stole that line. Yeah, you got you, you to focus on the six chins in front of your face. And then it's a compound effect because by consequence of me focusing on me, then you tell me that you're saying, oh, you're doing good. I really love you. How'd you do this? I said, well, listen, now, and now you're six inches. The next thing you know, we meet halfway. And that, I hate, it's so cliche, but that positive energy becomes this contagious fucking thing. And it's a, it's a, it's a snowball effect. But yet again, you go to bed, you got to wake up and do it all again tomorrow. Our friends are still dead. Your job still may suck. Your fucking companion still a piece of shit. What are you going to fucking do? You're going to ruin everybody else's time now? Or are you going to fucking do something about it? And I think, I think if people don't trap themselves and realize how free they are, right? Like, I think some of the most amazing things that we can do as individuals is they get out of your zip code for 10 minutes, go away. And I don't, mm -hmm. I don't brand travel as this. If you don't travel, you're less of a human. You have to go to the Maldives and you have to yeah. go. No, no, no. Get out of your zip code for just 10 minutes. Yeah. Sure. Take a fucking walk and get out of your zip code and go breathe some air you haven't breathed. Go get a fucking sandwich from another deli and watch how beautiful the world is. And I told this to the guy I was on the phone with the other day. I said, really, we all want to feel like the world's closing in sometimes, you know, racism and politics and this and that and all. And they're all there. But how many of you are really dealing with it right now, right this second? Right? Like, are you, are you homeless right now? Because why are you worried about the people living under the bridge then? Just why don't you focus really quick just now? Are you good? Then shut the fuck up for two seconds and yeah. relish in that positivity because then when you zoom out, yeah, they're over there. There's tent cities and then there's people that, and racism is real. All that stuff is happening and we all deal with it to some degree. But what the fuck are you going to do? You know what? I, I'll close on this. It's like, we take the gift of dialogue for so for granted. And I have this saying that I'm, and I've talked with people that actually teach and um, work at the number one school in the world for deaf and blind people. Do you know that it's, it's actually, I've asked three people. Now I could be wrong. I haven't asked all of them, but for those that I have in my 
Rolodex that actually deal with deaf and blind people. Um, and obviously they don't go together, but whether they be blind, they don't argue that much. They never had heard of that question before. But I had, I, had, I had a theory and a hypothesis that deaf people probably don't argue that much. Waste a lot of time arguing. Go fuck yourself. Go fuck you in this subline. Get the fuck out yeah. of here. I don't want to be here anymore. And I'm not mocking anybody that's deaf. I'm just saying yeah. you probably don't see someone deaf arguing at the fucking lady making the sub. They probably just walk the fuck away. By the yep. time the person understands what the fuck they're saying, they're out. Yep. They're going to go get you go. They, today's not the day for the fucking sub. But yep. bet they don't. And that, when the woman told me this that works there, she goes, I never thought about it, but you're right. And don't, she said, don't get me wrong. There's arguing. They're not perfect. You know, just like anything else. But think about how taxing it is when we're trying to make someone else believe what we believe or I'm mad at you. Now I got to hear. Now there's something to be said about positive dialogue. Michael, you look good. I love you. I'm proud of you. And or uncomfortable dialogue. Michael, you fucked me up the other day. Yep. You know, you took my you took my lunch again to work. We got to talk about this. And there's something to be said about that, too. But to sit there for four hours and belittle you and then talk shit about you behind your back and say, this guy's a motherfucking loser. He steals my fucking lunch every day. Yep. Well, whose responsibility is it to fix something? Stop fucking hanging out with the guy or putting your food in there or change roommates. That's right. Or, or, or fucking serve some nice dialogue. Let's sit and let's talk about it and see. Right. What it is. Right. You know, but I, you've done this, Michael, by consequence of I've always looked up to you in this. You got this fucking hard. You're hard. I guess it sounds so tacky. Right. Like, I don't know if people use that term or because it wasn't something like it was. Just, you're the kind of guy that you don't want to fuck with. And I've always valued it for that. I've always I've always looked up to you for that. I've always found it to be attractive. I think it's fucking sexy. I think it's, it's scary, right? But I also know the hardest motherfuckers are the fucked, most fucked up ones, right? Like, and I know, I say that out of love for you. Like, I'm not saying- I, like, I, I you know, a, a, a lot of that, Vinny, was, I, I, I had to do a lot of that shit. A lot, a lot of it was proving myself to my dad, you know? My dad was a real hard motherfucker and, and the people around in my family were too. And, more more of a creature of environment more than 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 what i was you know like in in me i've i've always had something solid about me that i don't i don't like people messing with me but i also had something that overcame me for years where i was that mean motherfucker where i was that asshole where i said mean shit to people that didn't deserve it and 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 i got my fucking karma handed in full fucking in in full in full to my face, man, and, and I deserved every bit of it. I, I, I really feel like the lessons I got, I, I deserved. And and this whole thing of being hard, like I really don't know how to. That's a compliment. I, like, you were, you were... I, like like Vinny, I'm I'm hard, but I'm just as much soft. Like I'm emotional. I'm oh a no, fucking I... wreck. You know, like I'm a fucking. Right. I, I'm a fucking um as. Uh, it's like uh, all all the fucking. The, the the feelings are are in there the, the whole part about the 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 heart i don't really like even know how to like respond to i guess because it's just always been been me I well, once again it's a, it's an involuntary movement for you but it's 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 somebody else's eureka moment it's not easy to be like that especially you know, you, you complimented the area before, like this area about like, there's a lot of like, 
there's been a lot of good people out here, but a lot of the things being out here too, there's a lot of, there's a lot of un, non-cultured folk. And I say that out of it's my home. So I can say this shit about my home. There's a lot of people that, that don't understand, like there's, they're, they're just uncultured. They're not, they're, there's not diversity. There's not, and I mean more even, even just, let's just talk about the food aspect. So I'm not picking on a fucking race or a gender or any bullshit. It's just, like you tell, if I say to you like oh we're a food destination you fucking laugh your ass off okay and no disrespect to my fucking friends that run restaurants I love all you guys but there's no one we we don't have no fucking Gordon Ramsay over here and that's okay <laughs> we're a simple small little fucking town but with that being said I remember you being here and you didn't you didn't fit in in a good way yeah right yeah, like it, it makes it makes sense that you're not here and once again. Mm-hmm. Not that you couldn't be, but this this town this town was too small. You know what I mean? Like it was uh, it, it it wasn't it wasn't complimentary to a guy that had been through so much, like that had a lot of shit to do. You know, and I know you. I think you thrive. You need you, well, not not only career wise, like it's even career wise. What are you going to do here that you could be doing? You know that you can't be doing that. I'm sure you could find a niche, but it's a lot more opportunity. But I'm proud of you because once again, that that that. Ref- me me branding you as someone hard you were this you were you were soft as fuck i mean come on come on you let a you let a random kid use your phone to call the hottest broad in school and you believed me and you said call her you an idiot not to call her not you didn't say how many other motherfuckers would be like bro don't call her you know, you know how many people did t- try getting me out of that relationship <laughs> like what are you doing with him and that shit fucked yeah. me for a long time you know what i mean like i say to any young buddy now that i know that's like like my friend's kids or my friend's kids, 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 and they're dating the hot, the, the good looking one. I go, listen, that's not the achievement. And these kids have no idea what the fuck I'm talking about. Go, that's not the achievement. The adversity that you're about to hear, they're going to make fun of your dick size. They're going to say that you are this. They're going to tell you, they're going to, they're going to try fucking her harder now. They're going to make fun <laughs> of you tenfold. They're going to, yeah. I wish I, if there's one thing I wish I could go back to. I have no regrets, but if I could go back to high school and start wearing girl shorts, then <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> I wish I could go back, stop wearing yeah. hoodies when I was in sixth grade because I was afraid to be, I was fat. So I would wear a hoodie to fucking school in the 97 degree weather on the fucking bus, fucking sitting there sweating because <laughs> I was afraid I was fat. I wish I could go back and be like, here it is. Here <laughs> you know, like getting called bug eye roach boy because my last name right like i i remember all of it they, all of that became part of my they were like they were the ingredients to this fucking recipe and once again i never i never it fucked with me but i didn't let it become me right and that's why people like you and matt robinson stuck stuck with me because it was you never once you never you could have easily been like then I don't think you should probably holler at her. I mean, she's she's trying to get with Joe Adana. He's he's varsity soccer. I mean, he you mind. And I'm like, well, come on. You literally were like, why have you not called her yet? <laughs> the fuck are you talking about? Fucking call me. I you that I bet I don't remember verbatim what you said, but I could almost see you probably like you still haven't called. Like, bye. Look away for a minute, and I'm fucking trembling, and you're like, bro. <laughs> I remember it being a um um a fucking real phone, a phone phone. Yeah, did we call three way? Did we call like, or did you call and I was I listening? Think, like, I think you <laughs> actually, you know, it's crazy. I didn't think about that. I think you were on the phone too. 
I think I was. You were so I, excited. Yeah. You were like, yeah, I was so souped. I was but like, you didn't fuck three-way. with me. You weren't like no. on the other lot. Like, ha ha ha. Like, I was you quiet. Were, yeah, yeah, yeah. You just like, yo, I gotta hear this, <laughs> bro. That took some fucking balls. And I yeah. couldn't. I, I must have thinking about it now. I must have talked about it for weeks leading up to that. That's why you probably were like, yo, you gotta do this. You gotta do this. You gotta yeah. do this. You gotta. You gotta straight hey, up. Hey, hey. Plus, plus, I had just you, you, you were there. You, you, you were in love with someone. I had recently had my heart broken by Jay. Really? Uh, you know, I'm not even gonna say who. You remember who? You remember who? I think, eighth grade. I, you told me on the phone last time we talked, but I would, if as soon as you say that, my jaw would drop it, again because I. It, it, but all the way, JS. Oh, oh yes, dude. And then also with our boy, with one of our boys, fucking yeah. Matt Boda, that motherfucker yeah. Matt Boda. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and that, that was that city boy that was like, you're right, because I was, I, it was hard for me to fit in down there, man. It was, it was uh, a little bit hard. It was, it was a little difficult, you know? You never, um, you never fit in in a good way. I mean that. Yeah, it's not a, yeah. That's not like, and it wasn't your attire or this. It's just, you were first sexy as a motherfucker, like you still are. And you did, you were just, women loved you. you. You had a charisma about you, but you didn't get to, you weren't cool because you were making fun of the non-cool. It wasn't, you know what I mean? Like you didn't get, you didn't get cool by being like, fuck him, fuck that. No. You, like I said, you, you literally encouraged me to hit on the most beautiful, not hit on, but you like, approach the most beautiful girl that I had ever seen in my life. And you're like, you got this. And I'm like, and you weren't like, if you don't, I'm a fucker. You know what I mean? No, no, because I knew you had it, bro. When yo, when we well, remember when we hung out at your house and we went, we smoked and we went out to like your, your, we went out to the woods by your house. I don't know if you remember this. It was like a was this with sm- Gordon? Yes, or yes. Who, and we, I, I, we were smoking outside your house. I, I think it was the first time my mom left me at your place to come play with you. Like, and we came over, okay. came over to play. We smoked outside, and I remember being, we, me and you were so high. You had like. You had shit built in the woods, I want to say, man. You had, didn't you have some shit like a fucking yeah, yeah, treehouse type woods. shit? Like you fucking yep. had something in the woods. And I just remember, man, you were fucking one of the coolest. To, like, yo, to me, bro, we fucking laughed. You were cool as shit. I thought there was no way in hell that girl could have fucking seen that. There's no fucking way. Like, I see it. There's no fucking way. You know, like. Until this day, bro, you're a fucking ball of like sexy glow fucking man to me, bro. Whoever don't see it, they got some shit going on in their inner selves. And that's a fucking fact, bro. That's well, a fucking I, fact. I, I fucking love you for this. But it, listen, for the, I mean it. I go through my own, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> I want to be here. I want to be that. But yes, I didn't. I definitely didn't know it then at all. Now I'll say, yes, I relish a little bit in, in what I it's taken me forever to get to this point. And Matthew's pass, passing was the big, like, fuck it. I am super saying I'm going to live in this and still love though. That's once again, that's a caveat. Like you still got to You can't just be like, fuck it. Suck my dick bitches. No, you still got to, you got to love, you got to court. You're no better than anyone else. And, and it will be taken from you in two seconds if you think so. But back then, Oh my God, those days, Michael, I didn't think I, it took me forever, ever, ever. I got stories for days that would, would, rip a grown man's heart out if I told them the shit that I went through when you start fucking with people that are and you put yourself down. Because once again, I had everyone in their mothers trying to fucking, not mothers, fathers, trying to kill me because <laughs> it was with her. Because they were like, what do you, no one puts, like I said, how many men to this day build up other men? Really though, really. 
the real that once again you w win a trillion dollars call your homie see what he says he's going to be like yo we good on like you can help me out right like i don't gotta work no more and shit right because i brought you there you were with me no no no, no. it's mine i was just calling you to tell you and i ain't gonna be here for a little while but you who would say drinks on me i got this i'm gonna take you out that's not normal. And that was Matthew. And I bet you that's how your cousin was. That's that was how my you cousin are. too. Yeah. That's how you are. You've always been, look, I don't need you. I want you. And that's another thing I really get in the adulting realm. How many people do you guys fuck with that really want you and don't need you? Remove whatever it is. Remove whatever recreational activity you're doing with that person and or what they need. Maybe you're the party house. Maybe you're the, you, you, they, watch so they watch the football games at your house and it's, Remove that shit and see. And let me tell you something. No one does really care. I'm, there's no surprise here. This is a this is a rhetorical fucking question. No one gives a fuck. Like being hurt and 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 seeing how the, the world of soccer kept going without me on my pick my pickups my field my and I was like, the world must stop. I'm not playing. Of course, I yep. save this shit, but inside I go. There's yep. no way everyone's going to want to know where I am. Yep. You know how many people yep. fucking care? <clears throat> Nobody. And I'm not complaining. It was, I'm, I've made it that way. I'm not complaining because I didn't tell anybody. But here's my point. It was like, I was like my own ghost. I'm like yeah. watching the fucking sport go on in my backyard and no one and people are playing. Things are happening. It's like, it's like no one. It's like not being invited to the party that you're through. And no yep. one gives a fuck that you ain't Nobody there. Nobody gives and a fuck. At, once you get comfortable with that, I think there's this real growth. Hell yeah. And that's, once again, that's how you've always been. I wasn't always that way. And once again, I ain't saying that you haven't had your moments. You, I, I know, Michael, you've shared a lot today. But for the most part, you've always been like, you're not waiting around to be invited to a party. Nah, nah. You were going to throw that. a party or you're going to find, like, you, even though you had gotten heartbroken, you had a you had a Rolodex of women that you got them you got them still texting you to this day. They're right. They're right. <laughs> texting me. So you can't you can't uh, fake that. You know what I mean? You can't. That's that's something that comes by consequence of character. And 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 I love you for it. That's why even this, today this conversation is fucking dope. No man. You know. Um. Bro, not to be weird, but before we hang up and since we're on the phone and since it's actually a byproduct of me and I don't know if it offends your viewers or, or I don't think it would bother you. Can I pray before we hang up for your... 100%. Like, this, this guy's going to pray. He's like cursing. Yeah, don't judge me. I, I pray um, every day, man. Let's do it. Because I got to... I dude, we went... I don't even know how long we went, but I think we got on around five. We did. I think we're... I think, I think we did. We got on, I want to say, about five and we've been on for like two and a half hours. Dude. We rocked this shit. <laughs> um... I fucking love it. Yo, so whatever you do. Comments, one of my boys was like, yo, I love the way you, 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 I'll get you some of the comments back, but bunch of great comments, man. Like, yo, I love the way you guys articulate back and forth. And um, yeah, he will. I love the way y'all articulate these thoughts into words. Very heavy and very powerful. Like a lot of good shit over here, bro. That makes me happy. I, um, I haven't had, uh, I don't know what happens after this. Can I see any of the comments or is it pretty much, is it gone? Cause it's a lot like, uh, I think the comments disappear, but I think when, um, when I go to, okay. And see everything that same way. So, all right. Well, look, but let's yeah. do this. I fucking love you. Let's I, do it. I, I love, love you so much. much.
Um, and when you when you come out of the funk, if you remember, send me a text or something how how things went. Hundred percent, yeah? brother. Hundred percent. Let's do this. For you. <clears throat> Dear Heavenly Father, I thank you so much for this time, this day. Um, I cannot tell you how uh, beautiful of an experience it is to be with someone that I've known my whole life, and I'm so thankful that we can sit here and communicate as two human beings that are just as scared and just as happy to be alive that we were when we first met. But I'm going to take an opportunity, Heavenly Father, and hold you accountable to your word. You said wherever two or more are gathered in your name, you'd be in the midst of them. So right now, Heavenly Father, I pray a special blessing over Michael right now um, during these times of anything that he may be thinking. If it's it, any angst, any anxiety, any doubt, any fear, we speak to it right now, we rebuke it. I know that I would be so scared right now, Heavenly Father, and even, whether he is or isn't, I'm going to speak against it. Right now, I speak in advance to all of the physicians, the nurses, the people that are coming in and out of that room. Let them know that there's something different about this boy, and that is that we ask and take time to, to receive the healing, to receive the peace, and all the things that we can't do on our own unless we ask you. So we take this time, hold you accountable to your word. You said that by your stripes, we are healed. So right now we're going to be relying on these physicians to perform this surgery. And we know that through this surgery, there's miracles and there's, 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 uh, there's just peace and, and favor and healing fast after this. And we thank you that we have these physicians and these people and the places that he can go to tend to. But we know right now, Heavenly Father, that you're the real physician. You're the real doctor. And we thank you that we have each other. I ask right now, Heavenly Father, you bless those children that he has, his life, and all the people that are around it. May you grant them all favor and health and prosperity. And everywhere they go, make them the head and not the tail in all that they do. And I just worship you and I thank you that we have this and we can ask you for it. And we say it in all your name. In Jesus we pray. Amen. Amen. Amen, brother. Amen. That's it, man. I love you, dog. I love you, man. I love you. Thank you for the prayer, um, That's some real shit, dude. I would have done that. That's not for the show, for those that are listening to it now or in the future don't judge me that's just some real shit i would do that for anybody um i love you i'm proud of you i find i'm i'm in love with you man i always have been i love your content and don't stop I I'm fucking I'm on too, that brother. shit. I'm, I'm <laughs> that shit faster than them bitches out there. <laughs> I love I'm, your shit. Yo, I'm proud of you too, my brother, and thank you so much for today, man. I I, I feel like the, this. I I needed this before uh, surgery, and wow. and thank you. This this as 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 much as um sometimes um I I like you said, you know, I I may I may I'm presenting myself. In the way that I am, I do sit in my in my alone moments and mm -hmm. and and process, you know, both sides of myself and and everything in me is vulnerable and scared and all those things sometimes. So it's like, thank you, Chenzo. Like this, brother, you don't you don't understand. Um, you don't, you don't got to thank <laughs> me. You do. It's it's all like this is this is so natural and involuntary for me, man. I didn't do anything except for just. It's it's easy to love, man, for me. So this was nothing. I pre I appreciate you. I'm sorry that I was even late today. And listen, why don't we do another one of these sooner than later? Hopefully, I become TikTok famous and I could go live. We're 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 gonna do it. We'll do another one of these. We're gonna get them fucking 300 followers, bro. I'm telling you, yo, TikTok today, Vinny. I went on there. I, I sent it to you. It was like six thousand fucking people watching. I know. It was fucking I, crazy, man. Bro, the funny thing is, is I'm watching it and you're like, yo, come on, get in, get in. And I'm fucking hitting all the buttons. I'm watching a YouTube video like a boomer over here. How to get in the live. 
And then I finally saw that I'm not TikTok famous. So I got to. Well, Vinny, thank I you work for today, my brother. You don't yeah, even understand, welcome, man. man. I you love you so much. You don't even understand, brother. Like, is to, to, to think back when me and you first met, the, 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 there's the, what I see in you today is still what I saw back then. I, I promise you. It's, it's, it's like, and even though the steps and the growth that we've had, that core person that, uh, that I met back then is still like there smiling at me that wouldn't let other people make fun of other people that couldn't help themselves, all that kind of shit, man. That's who you've been forever. Like that's, that's, that's who you've always been. And just, I appreciate you, man. I appreciate you as a friend, as a human on this earth, and just as somebody who brings light to other people, man. I appreciate you very much, brother. Well, I appreciate you too, and I love you very much. You've been my one of my biggest fans since, and to this day, <laughs> I'm still surrounded by beautiful women. So I'm very excited. About that. So thank you. Um, no, man. But um, when is the when's procedure? Do you know? Uh, tomorrow, I think in the afternoon, but not a set time. I got to do a couple of cats here. All right. Stuff first, it, so. Like you'll, you'll have enough things to deal with, but when you're like, when you're back and settled and, and at home and shit or whenever yeah. it is, let, let me know, keep, keep me in touch. Know, I'm not going to fuck with you. I lo love you alone. So I won't be fucking sending you flowers and shit. I know you big uh, boy. You'll be I, right, uh, I'll, 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 I'll let you know and, and keep posting. I'll probably be recording some shit in my stories up until they fucking give me the shit in my veins till I go to sleep. So. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, listen, I, I love you, brother. Joe. I'm just going to, I'll fucking, I don't know how this goes here. We just oh, we hang do. Up, we, uh... Yeah, we just X out, brother. All right. Yo, okay. we're going to do this again. All right, homie? I love you. Yo, thank you to everybody watching tonight. Everybody have a yeah, great yeah, night, thank yo. You for... Yep. <laughs> Peace.